It's been a little bit. We are back though. We got news about Nintendo. We got news about a new Star Wars game made by Uncharted people. We got Crazy Taxi Jet Set. Whoa. I clicked on that. I didn't even <laughs> uh, Crazy Taxi Jet Set Moto thing, Bob. I'm not sure. It's a radio. It's radio. Yeah. Um, we also have leaks of the, what do you call it? The, I guess you could say, well, it was leaked a while ago, but this is another leak. Almost like confirming it. the Game Boy, pretty much emulator. That's going to be on the, obviously, the online service for the Switch, which was, we knew that was going to happen. Um, the next one, if we see it, eventually, obviously, is going to be, um, that was the other one we were saying. There was another one we were talking about that was leaked a while ago. Anyway, we also have an update to twenty Battlefield 2042 with 4.0 with voice chat. Well, we'll see. <laughs> I don't think it's going to fix that game. Anyway. <laughs> 400 updates. 400 updates. I don't know what they were, but... 400 updates? Yep, they had, Holy. Four, they had 400 changes. Holy shit. Worse, 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 and worse, and worse, and worse, and worse. It's Jesus Crow. <laughs> um, graphics card prices are going down. They're not too MSRP yet, but they're they're coming there. They're, they're getting close. They're not... They're a hundred, couple hundred dollars off from it still. But we'll get to that. Uh, Blizzard is talking players to... Dragon Isle and introducing him to a new class and race. I have no idea what that's about, <laughs> but I'm sure Grim does. Just a new expansion. Oh, just a new expansion. I know a little because I just watched two two minute videos about it. Uh, <laughs> well, anyway, that's the stories on that side. On the second half, we're going to get into um, cops that don't know what to do when they pull over a smart car, well, a, an AI car. I, it's funny because I saw that video. We'll get more into the video, but when I saw that video, it's I wanted someone to put a tag in the video when cop faces when comes face to face with the mortality of his own job. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, if you had to pull over an automated car, that would mean their job is pretty much intact because even the automated well, job car doesn't follow the law correctly. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I would say it would be the cop's fault because he made a mistake. No, uh, he didn't. Yeah, we'll, we'll get yeah, because we'll there, oh. there's not any situation with people being killed by their automated cars driving badly or anything. That doesn't happen ever. <laughs> You're right because people are killed in regular cars way more often. Anyway, well, it still happens, there's, dude. There's not that many AI cars to begin with, so just it wait. It still fucking happens. <laughs> uh, Delta Airlines going to be possibly adding Starlink to. Subaru Starlink? Starlink. What? They're going to be adding Starlink to Delta Airlines. That's weird. Yeah. Uh, Black Magic Design reveals its cloud storage, where they, pretty much they're going to be pushing to compete against Adobe Cloud, uh, the uh, Creative Cloud, which is kind of cool, even though they only really have, well, they have DaVinci Resolve. Oh, <laughs> That's oh that Starlink. Okay. Never yeah. mind. Uh, Netflix uh, is going to be making an animated series about exploding kittens. I don't know how you're going to make I mean, it's going to be a goofy series. I'm animated series. I'm sure. I don't know if anybody's ever played that game. It's a fun game. Um, but I don't know what they would. I don't even know where to start. Uh, Streets of Rage supposedly is reportedly getting a. T uh, supposedly, uh, it's going to get an adaptation. Um, but we will see, though. I mean, that could it'll be, be real. It'll be terrible. That could terrible. be really good. No, no, it can never be really good because they never know how to. They never do anything right in nowadays. And they'll they'll take the very simple story and they'll ruin the entire very simple story because 
they'll change a bunch of random bullshit. It's instead of it being a mob boss the, and gang bangers, it will be like a dirty cop and like a politician or something. John Wick creators wrote the script. The three guys Ooh. won't be cops. <laughs> well, in the original game, it was corrupt cops too. So no, it wasn't. It was no, it wasn't. The original game was about three cops going after Mister Big, which was a crime boss. Yeah, I know. And then, you, and, then cor- and then halfway through, you found out the cops were in on it too. Because uh, no, you don't. What are you talking about? It literally has nothing to do with corrupt cops, it except does. for the fact that it. No, the only thing that happens is in the third game, like their chief comes out of retirement to help them hunt down a murderer. Literally, that's like the story is so simple in Street of Rage. It's about three cops who go after a criminal, and then in the second one, it's about two cops and the son of the black dude from the first one going after another criminal. Mm. It's got nothing to do with freaking dirty cops. <laughs> what the? Maybe not them, but other cops, because it says right here that. The syndicate has absorbed the city's government and even the city's yes, police in, in their the pocket. Sequel, yeah. In the sequel, the the syndicate has absorbed all the absorbed the city government, and that's why Axel, the chick, and the black kids, whatever Adam, Axel and Blaze, yeah, yeah, are all still cops, but they're not. They're the ones that aren't in the pocket anymore. But they never mentioned dirty cops in that entire game because the cops are helping you in the first one. And the entire first one, you hit a button and it, it summons like a salt car to throw rockets at the people. Yeah, no, but I, but they take to the street as vigilantes. Yeah, but because I remember in the storyline they talk about even the cops are on the side of the bad guys. Like yes, and, well, yeah, in that's... the second one they are. But you were talking about Streets of Rage, on Streets of Rage too. It says. uh they try to make a task force to resist the syndicate. Mm-hmm. Yes, and that's where yeah. the um, the cops with the, the bazookas and machine guns, you push yeah, a button yeah. and they go up and fire shit. Yeah, well, oh my god, can you imagine that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so yeah, those are all the wonderful stories that we're going to get into this week. And it's been a little bit, so yeah, let's just like see what the heck everybody's been up to for the last like pretty much month. So what's been going on, guys? I've played Call of Duty a few times. That's about it. Call of Duty. Yeah, my I love it. It's great. Okay. Woody and I were kicking ass. Oh. Grim. There is no anything. Only D and D. Even Elden Ring has failed. <laughs> Elden Ring hasn't failed. I've just done everything, so there's nothing more to do. Uh, so I haven't played that game. Like, well, okay. Uh, this is <laughs> with Elden Ring. Okay. So after I've done, did everything, right, I was like, okay, I am forcing, because I kept on still trying, I kept on playing, I uninstalled it. <laughs> I was like, I have to stop myself somehow. I uninstalled the game um, because I was waiting, letting other projects get neglected way too much, and it was really annoying me. So I was like, okay, I got to stop this. <laughs> so uh, since, obviously, Elden Ring, um, which it's, it's an amazing game, I recommend anybody play it. Um, it's absolutely great. Um, but... No, I've been mostly just focusing on back on building my Instagram account and my art and stuff like that uh, for the last like two week, two or three weeks. Or so, uh, yeah. great needs an Instagram model now. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that's mostly what I've been doing. Uh, and annoyed that I actually couldn't enter because I was going to enter my work into there's at the um, at the art museum in downtown. I was actually going to enter into their next exhibit. Um, but they want 
No digital representations. I was like, go fuck yourself. Oh, they want handwritten? No. drawn? No. All, everything has to be original piece, one of a kind, um, whatever kind of thing. And I'm like, what, what century are you guys living in? But like, what does that mean though? Like, what do you have that's not one of a kind? Okay. I could like cut, like, this is what I don't want to do. Um, because I have like tons of sketchbooks and stuff and I'll use different mediums and different ones. Mm -hmm. Um, I do not want to cut anything out of my sketchbooks. What I usually like drawing. There's I have more than a few pieces that are. Oh, not, so they don't want you to copy yours. They don't want. No, they don't. Yeah, they don't want any more than a few pieces. I don't want to really. I have more than a few pieces that are not in sketchbooks, but I really don't. I mean, they're okay. I don't really want to submit them, um, and I don't want to cut anything out of my sketchbooks mm -hmm. uh, just to submit it. The reason why is because eventually I do want to self-publish my sketchbooks. Mm -hmm. um, so. And it's just like, you mean, and the thing is like, if you saw, I don't know if you saw my latest post on Instagram, I had some of my artwork done up in canvases and it looks fucking amazing. Now, well, did, what did you do? Like order that like through not Walmart, but like how Walmart does it? Uh, you just well, put the image you wanted oh, on it? What I did was, hey, Tim, here's my hard drive. He's like, I can make it work. He's like, he's like, I'll make them look great. So I gave him a hard, uh, the flash drive with the images and he went and did it for me. Oh, you did do it at Walmart? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> he did it for me. Did it for me. Mm -hmm. um, and they came out amazing. Um. And it would be great if I could submit those. How long did it take you to get those? That was like a half hour. We print to canvas now? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, we, we have been for a long time. I've never never do that. We always had them for canvas. We always had to ship them out. Yeah. No, yeah, we print to canvas. Um, That's crazy. Yeah, it looks amazing. And I was like, I could submit those, but I can't because these people are stuck in like fucking like 40 years ago. Mm. Um, it really annoys me when people don't take digital art seriously. Granted, those are that isn't digital art, um, but it is a print of re of pen art onto canvas. Um, Nate's doing NFTs, everyone. Let's go. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're Nate FTs. Nate FTs, yeah, <laughs> NFTs. But no, so it just really annoys me because, like, the thing that really annoys me, I'm like, okay, I wait, cannot, wait, 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 wait. I understand. Nate, you doing NFTs? No, um, I understand. <laughs> oh, no, because um, I just, I just want to say. If you are, since we are part of a commie community, you have to give half of that money to me and Bazinga when you make it, right? You um, know that, right? So, the like thing is, like this is what annoys me about it. Like, granted, I I do have stuff I can I could actually cut things out of my sketchbook and submit it. It'd be about the same, okay? But the thing that annoys me because I've I've know tons of artists and artists that have gone from being fine, like what's considered fine art, um, into digital art, um. And these people are absolutely amazing, and obviously they've transferred their skills from one medium to another. How would those people enter into a, into this uh, basically exhibit? There'd be no way for them to, because these people are stuck in like fucking like from thirty years ago. Mm. It's ridiculous. Um, so it just kind of left a bad taste in my mouth. I'm probably still going to go to the exhibit, but it just annoys me. Oh. <laughs> uh. Anyway, so let's get into this first topic. If you're rude, you know. Here we go. So, GPUs are back. Well, kinda. Um, what's weird is I've heard people say that they're at MSRP. They're nearing MSRP, but they're really, really not. Uh, if you do any kind of search on eBay. On uh, Newegg or Amazon, they're still like three hundred to two hundred dollars um, ahead, like above MSRP. 
yeah, I, I went on earlier and there was still a thirty eighty was still over a thousand dollars. Exactly. So yeah, they're not. No, they're 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 five ninety nine, buddy. Yeah, they're five ninety. Yeah, exactly. They shouldn't be above that. Yeah. Um. Might be six ninety nine. Yeah, but uh, still, and it's weird because I'm not sure where these people are getting a hold of these graphics cards. Uh, oh, I got this. No, you didn't. There's no way you did. Um, so it's cool that the prices are coming down. It is really, really good. Um, and obviously, that's because, like, obviously, crypto has dropped. Um, and there's a lot of other factors that go into that. Uh, basically, a lot of these scalpers got stuck with a whole lot of shit and basically resold them back to other wholesalers and now they're cheaper and yeah, yeah. there's a whole other thing that they're went on six the 699 yes MSRP for the like the regular edition yes freaking 13.99 yeah so this is no no sorry that's ridiculous lower your prices everybody that's not like a retail company because mm. you ain't gonna get it now no, you are not getting it now. <laughs> it's it's really not. Um, like yeah. I'm sure if you like order through like Nvidia or AMD, like they have a few things you can order through. Yeah, you could possibly, if you were just getting time and stuff. Yeah, but like maybe. the third party sellers that like Amazon has, Walmart, uh, eBay, they're just still through the roof. Mm. But we'll see. Yeah. It'll be nice if they get a little better, but I don't think it's going to get much better. Why do I hear wind chimes? Outside. Oh. <laughs> okay. I was like, what the heck is that? So, World of Warcraft. <laughs> no, World of Warcraft. Uh, next expansion, Dragon Fight Revealed. So, Grim, what do you know about this Dragon Fight? It's Flight! Dragon fight. Dragon Christ, fight. Dude. Dragon flight. Yeah, dragon fight. Uh, I'm in the mood to fight dragons, uh, I guess. Well, yeah. I was under the gun because I had just got home at five. I looked for something real quick. Um, so, essentially, the new World of Warcraft expansion is going to be based in the Dragon Isles, which is a section of the world that they wanted to put in the original World of Warcraft. Hmm. You can actually, like, in Classic and in the old one, you can actually, um, through cheeky means or at least you could till they patched it you could actually teleport out to this dragon island that was never fully finished so the new expansion is going to be based there it's going to be a uh designed around all the dragons from the original uh, world of warcraft but the main reason why i bring it up is because i had to laugh at the video because you know how these companies are always like we're doing something new and then it's the same shit that they're pretending is new mm-hmm in the case of this, they were like, we come up with this new this new um talent system. And it's just talent trees with a slight change that makes them better. But it's literally the same thing they removed like eight years ago because they <laughs> said they were too it was too complex for, for people to for uh players to do. Oh geez. Like talent trees. And now the they're putting trees. it right. <laughs> What's up? Like talent trees with more talent trees. Well, no, the way the way they did it is actually kind of ingenious, which is why I'm thinking I might check it out. Mm -hmm. What they're doing now is you have, like, for example, say you pick a warrior. You have the warrior class talent tree. Mm -hmm. These are all the abilities that a warrior gets. And every time you level, you get points into that, a point in that tree. And you can buy any ability from that tree that you want. Mm -hmm. 
Then you have your spec tree and whatever it is, arms, fury, or, or um, protection. And then every time you level, you get a point from in that tree. So basically what they've done is they've made it so you can build you kind of mix and match from the base warrior talent tree with anything from the other talent tree that you're, you're specced into to build more specs than they, you could before. Like mm-hmm. it's not as cookie cutter. It's hard to explain. It's like basically going, you have a pile of skills here, pick a skill from that pile. Every time you level, you have to pick a sp- skill from that pile, but also every time you level, you get to pick a skill from one of the other three piles. Yeah. That's gonna be and then, I'd love to play this again, but every time I seem to play, it just goes from we're gonna power you, love you, and then we're gonna go play PvP matches. And I'm like, I want to play the game though, because it's like got this big old story, and you don't even get to see it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, the problem is you can't see the story until you go into the raids, and I just don't do that shit anymore. Yeah. Like I'm, nobody likes to do that. I don't have it's the like, time. Well, what's the point? Care. I just, I just like PvP because I don't have the time or anything else mm-hmm. to do all that other bullshit. And then uh, they're also coming out with, what, Rash of the Lich King in the classic? Rash of the Wrath. Lich King? Wrath of the Lich King. I don't... Rash of the Lich I, King. I, I, I list real bad for some reason. <laughs> uh, yeah, apparently they are. I don't know. Again, I don't know if I'm excited for any of that. I don't even know if I'll play this. I just I might try it because I like the idea of um more freedom with my my character build and every time I every time a new expansion comes out I'm like did they fix warriors are they fun to play in PvP yet <laughs> cuz they never seem to get that shit right and I'm getting tired of it So yeah that's pretty much all that I noticed from the thing Oh oh Yep, one more thing too. Uh, it's gonna have a new class and a new race, but the trick is, the the class is tied to the race, so you can only play that class if you're playing that race, and that's because wow. the class is a the, the class is like a dragonborn. You're like part dragon, mm-hmm. so you have to play the dragon race, and it's a bunch of like, uh, it's a melee slash healer class, and you can do shit like fly up into the air and then fly around throw, breathing fire on people and shit like strafing people as a dragon oh okay so that looks kind of interesting but I don't play non-tank so I don't know if I'll check that out hmm. but then again it's World of Warcraft which means the classes with no armor are always better and live longer than the classes without armor I mean with armor I want a new city of heroes <laughs> dude I was just talking to Nick today about I was like, dude, the amount of stupidity you people have in D&D, if I did a superhero game, I don't think I could handle the stupidity of it. <laughs> because the classes that you come up with. You know what he told me today? He told me today he wants to um he wants me to remove the brain from his cyberpunk character and have it story related that it gets thrown into a Roomba with a Glock. <laughs> <laughs> what? like some sort of story angle where he gets kidnapped they rip his brain out and you guys have to save him and the only choice you have is to throw his brain into a into a Roomba and then you guys get it retrofitted with that little arm that can hold his gun so his arm comes out out of the top and he has the fucking the Glock in his hand and he's that will be his character from now on (laughs) and I was like creative what the fuck (laughs) oh 
the wrath of the Roomba. I there's mean, actually a Roomba, there's a Roomba video game where you actually suck up people. <laughs> it's a it's hilarious, but what the fuck, dude? Yeah. Like, what kind of brain damage do you have, man? You're just going <laughs> to town on this shit. Oh man. Okay, so Battlefield 2042, probably one of the worst launches of this company's history. Uh, games, not launches, games. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, no, there's one launch launch, well, one of the worst launches they've ever had for a Battlefield game ever. Yeah, um, but it's not, the game itself is not any good either. No. Um, so, obviously, it didn't get any better. So, Battlefield, the 4.0 is out, the ad, uh, update out is now with it adds voice chat. Okay, where was it? <laughs> How do they not have voice chat? <laughs> After a turbulent five months. Turbulent is, that's holy crap, understatement of the year. Uh, five months since launch, Battlefield 2042 has received up, update 4.0. One of the biggest updates to release for this game has featured hundreds of fixes. Hundreds, people. Hundreds. Over, over 400 chances. <clears throat> How do you launch a game with hundreds of problems? Hundreds. Hey. Hey, Battlefield guys, Hundreds. look on the bright side. You have a bigger player base than than Halo does, apparently. <laughs> oh yeah, they do actually. Uh, Twenty forty two is actually doing better than that game. Um, but that's one of our topics. Fucking hilarious! One of the worst first person shooters ever to launch in history is doing better than Halo. Um, but that's a whole other thing. Um, well, Halo's a pretty bad, bare bones bullshit. Like game. how? Okay, this is what I'm getting. Yeah, the game is fine. It's just you play it for an hour and you're good. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's you it. play it for an hour and you go. Yeah, I've moved, I've moved past it. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, yeah, exactly. That's the point I tried to make before, but no one listened to me. It's not that it's not that arena shooters are bad. It's that people have moved past it. And once you move past it, less and less people are going to want to go back and play that style of game. They want to play the new style. Giant battlefield maps or battle, battle royals. They don't want to play 10 men in a small arena getting shot every 10 seconds anymore. Mm-hmm. It's the way it is. Let it go. Yeah. Fucking Christ. Um, yeah, but it's crazy that like, so, and I understand why I get why. So anyway, this game obviously launched probably one of the worst launches. It's obviously one of the worst sales. Cause obviously it went on sale literally like two weeks after it launched. No game ever does that. It says right here that. They're regularly hitting uh, under 1,000 player numbers. Yeah. Player counts. Uh, which is unheard of for a Battlefield yeah. game. But the thing that gets me, though, so... In the th I guess some of the maps are too big because they're designed for 128 players. Yes. <laughs> but you need the player base for that. Yes. Yeah. Um, wow, they were, they were really shooting to the fucking sky with that, weren't they? Which is fine, but you need to not screw everything else up. Mm. Um, the thing is that I'm sure a lot of you are asking, okay, well... Obviously, this company has to answer to a board of directors, of financers, stuff like that. Okay. Um, what, who in their right mind on that board didn't go after like this game was out for like a half a month ago? You have this many problems. You didn't know this. You still launched the game. And why are we still funding you? And I want my money out tomorrow. Mm. Dude, if you really want a, a funny thing too, is. If you erased all the bugs in that game, dude, mm. I bet you it would it would have a bigger base, but I bet you it would still have a pathetically sized player base. Because again, they bought they thought that they could outsmart the industry and make their own idea. 
and you're not going to pull the fucking seven or eight million people playing Apex away by just making a cheaper, weaker version of another game that isn't Apex's Battle Royal. Yeah, no, exactly. It's a terrible so, version like, of it. So, they, like, yeah. they could come out with a perfect launch, and it's still going to be, hey, we get about a million people playing, and then, like, the Battle Royal games are going to go, haha, we're at, like, 30 million. Exactly. Like, it is completely ignorant, and you not reading the market at all or where the trends are going if you do not put a Battle Royale in your first-person shooter. I don't care what your game is, and I don't care if that's what you don't like or whatever. If you want to make money that's what you have to do if you don't and you don't care about that that's fine but if you are supposed to be a trending game on the top charts like battlefield usually is you need to it's not a question of should i it's no it's it has to be it's kind of like um what's that uh that dude that works for microsoft when they they asked him about a battle royal in halo and his remark was the only bat the only br we're gonna have in halo is the battle rifle and then he went on to say he went on to say something like we want our players to be skilled and people playing battle royals just just don't have it like he he put a whole statement of bullshit out he made a statement a noob that never won a battle royale yeah and i'm like i'm like even if you hate even if you fucking hate battle royals you just insulted what is about 70 percent of the of the shooter fan base so even if you're not making one and you want to court those people to try your game, you've already insulted them by telling them, hey, you're shit at games. That's why you don't want to play ours. Yeah. And that makes people go, nah, I'll stick to the game that I think requires skill. I put all this time into it. I've gotten really good. I'm going to keep playing Apex. Mm. Like mm-hmm. you conceded cock. It's like the people that make those bad TV shows and they tell you, well, if you if you don't like what we're doing to the fan base, you don't have to watch. Are you stupid? Mm-hmm. You know, tell me I don't have to watch uh, Lord of the Rings. Good, I won't. And so will 9 million other people because you told us we don't have to. You fucking idiot. <laughs> you don't offend the people you're trying to sell to, dude. Yeah, it's... Uh... Like, it's idiotic. People are fucking brain damaged. <laughs> yeah, it's... it's uh... And, like... Skill? <laughs> Skill. Like... You have maybe reaction skill. That's about it. But it takes real skill of like for a battlefield, like for instance, like PUBG, it takes actually real skill of reading the field of where to go. And you mean how to approach a situation. It's you mean like, let's hide in this room. Halo is literally coming around the corner. Halo is literally just running. Yeah, gun. That, that's that's first of all, it's it, when it comes to people complaining about the hide in the corner thing. That's an ignorant statement that people make because they don't understand the people that are doing that are the people who are amateurs just learning how to play. It's kind of like the guy who plays an arena shooter and he's not very good, so he's going to go for the weapon, the the explosive weapons right away, like the rocket launcher, because it gives him a better chance of hitting the target. He's not going to go after the the Mm three-shot battle rifle because that's a harder gun to get your kills with. You Mm -hmm. have to be more precision. It's the same thing with Battle Royals. People do that hiding and camping stuff because they're not quite good enough yet to get to the point where they can move around freely. Yeah. But I think they both have a place on the market. But I feel like instead of being a dick and complaining like, I'm not going to play that because Battle Royals suck, they're boring. What you should be thinking is, these arena shooters are making me better at the combat aspect. If I get good at the movement aspect, I will be unstoppable in a Battle Royal. Because the 
the, the arena shooter is all about your twitch and shooting. So if you play that nonstop for like a year and then you switch to a battle royal, theoretically in combat, you should be goddamn good. And well, you all have to do is pick up all the other aspects and you're, you're set. Yeah. Well, the only problem is like with certain <clears throat> games, like you, like you could, like I could, I kick ass in Call of Duty multiplayer, like almost first place every time I'm like the number one on the chart. Da, da, mm. da, da, right. And then like, and then you go to play the battle royale and it takes longer to kill them. Like you have to use more to kill them. They they get their all the armor on and all that stuff. So it's it, the killing them. It takes a little bit. Di- it's a little bit different. Yeah. Than in the in the yeah, multiplayer. Yeah, but it also requires an entire level. Like, like this is why I argue with these people that hate battle royals. They don't understand. I'm not. I'm not trying to shit on them and tell them they're bad at games. What I'm saying is, there's like levels of things you have to keep track of. And in Call of Duty Arena. It's really just running through the map and mm. keeping track of your ammo so you can keep fire killing people. Would that be an accurate display? Like description. Like you 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 rotate through the map for hot zones and you make sure you're loaded so you can fucking gun people yeah. down, correct? Well, well with battle with the battle royale, it's like more like like if you're playing like the multi the the the, the what do they call it? With multiple people the team yeah, but that, the squad that's base my if, point. That's, if you're playing the one. squad base you got you're working with your people so like if there's a guy you you all take him out together a lot of times versus then yeah but being alone that the point is that's still step one even in the battle royal you have to make sure you're locked and loaded and you're rotating through the map looking for targets that's the basis but then you add in about 50 other things that you never have to pay attention to in that arena mode like getting killed <laughs> and, that, and that's why people oh. think that that's why people like me are like yeah battle royal players are better than you guys you guys can say that you're not you can say that like i'm the greatest arena shooter in the world but if i had one extra variable to your fucking rotate your your route of running through the circle all of a sudden your skill disappears yeah, yeah. because you only focus on rotating around the map and popping off quick shots on people yeah. and dropping them so quickly that you don't have to worry about it. Exactly. Yeah. Those maps are just, it pathetic. becomes a whole different aspect when you're fucking doing that. And you got people up on a mountain behind you shooting at you too. No, the maps in halo, those maps are terrible. They're just fucking terrible. There's no other it's way just, to say it. And, and, and the, the, the good maps that they, they do have aren't even in the game. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. All right, let's get into this next one. So Sega's Super Game Project already has a crazy taxi reboot underway. Uh, new big budget reboot of Crazy Taxi has already been in development for more than a year and is expected to launch within the next three years. Um, until it better be that, good if it's taking that long. Yeah, that's a long time. Oh, uh, fucking Christ. Anyway, that's uh, the revelation issued for uh, uh, Force and Broodler. Goddamn engine. Yeah. <laughs> Suggesting that a reboot Jet Set Radio is also currently um, going to happen. So, yeah. that's How does three years, three years to make Crazy Taxi? What are you doing? <laughs> they're probably trying to get the music rights. No, you know what they're doing? What they're doing is missing the point of Crazy Taxi. There I'm not a crazy taxi fan, but mark my words, if it took you that long to make a crazy taxi game, you're building some stupid shit that doesn't feel like the arcadey fun of crazy taxi. Like you'll get out of the car. <laughs> yeah. No, not even that. It could just be an open world driving game, but it's going to be, it's going to take away from the idea of just traveling around the map, tra- driving around doing shit, which is what well, that they're, game they're is They're going to change about. the name. It's going to be called Crazy Uber. 
No, because that would be offensive to crazy people. Crazy. It, it, it does say something about NFTs, though. No, it does. That's what I was going to get you next. Yeah. Uh, so back in April, oh, so so PlayStation's executive uh, leader, pro- well, former leader project, um, uh, Sechi, oh, Suji uh, Utsumi. I think that's how you pronounce the name. <laughs> Suji Atsumi. Suji Watsumi. Hi, I'm <laughs> Suji Watsumi. Atsumi. I think that's Please that. don't Su- sue me. Suji Atsumi. I'm pretty sure that's how you pronounce the name. Anyway, uh, former PlayStation exclusive leader. Uh, the project. You are a butcher. Has uh, <laughs> let some things slip back in April. Um, he said that the project would involve a series of AAA titles leveraging cloud gaming. Um, and here's a deep, they say in the article, deep sigh, NFTs. <laughs> uh, late last year, Sega announced that it was teaming up with Microsoft as your cloud division to help pursue large-scale global games. So, and we did talk about that. Okay, I got, I got, I got something to say real quick. Yep. I hate NFTs, but if you're telling me I have to deal with that versus ads during my gameplay, I'll take the NFTs because at least I don't have to buy them or pay attention to it. Oh, I think there'll be ads. They'll be easily be ads. That's gonna be a given, I think. Especially oh, no, if no. they're trying to put ads in the game pass. Mm. That's a yeah, given. There's gonna be the in, game pass. They're, they, what do you call it? They're gonna it, a lot of. I've been seeing a lot, especially not on this, but like economic podcasts and stuff like that. Um, a lot of gaming companies are considering adding ads into cloud gaming. All of them, almost all of them, are. Because they're not, they're losing a lot of money. They're losing they? money, and they need to bring back that no, ad revenue. Not. Oh, no, they are. They... Jesus Christ, no, they're not. Microsoft is losing money because they're not selling games. But, like, Sony doesn't have to do it because they sell fucking 20 million no, copies no, when... of God of War. No, no, you, no, but we're talking about just so... Not not, no, not the direct games. Yeah. I'm talking about, like, the third parties. Yeah, we're talking about just so, like, PlayStation Cloud Service, right? Just their cloud gaming service is losing money, like, by handfuls right now. Same thing with Microsoft. Because same... they spent billions of yeah, dollars on well, that thing. The, and not the same it. thing with Google. Yeah. The same thing with, like, NVIDIA. Like, all these cloud services are losing money like crazy. And the reason why is because... The money to keep up and maintain the servers and the staff to maintain the servers is way higher than you think. And the equipment you have to keep on upgrading and maintaining these servers is so astronomical high. Like you can't – they'd have to charge like three times of what they're charging right well, now. What is that? And there's, keep uh, up they're also the – you know, paying for to keep that game on their service too. That too. They also have to pay the royalties and everything else. There's so many fees. Like they would have to charge like $40 to $50 a month to actually keep them maintained. Uh, well, spaces. then maybe stop doing it and just sell us the goddamn games, you True. greedy cop. Because they're, <laughs> they're trying to build an industry is what they're doing. Yeah. No, um, no, they're not trying to build an industry. They're trying to come up with a way to rip more people off. Well, that's to okay. make them buy the game again. Well, that's a, yeah, that's a whole other thing. That's the problem. Um, but no, they are building an industry, and when industries start up, usually a good portion of the time they lose money at the beginning, like the first four or five years, which is fine. Um, but that's why they are all of them now are considering they're going to start adding ads. Like, and that's going to be a given. All P- of them are going to have ads. PC has been on that that route forever now. Yeah, but I I can tell you I do miss getting big box PC games. Yeah, no, I know that I know. that that Duke Nukem 3D box. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's great. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, and it's it'll be coming in like about five years. It's going to be standard ads are going to be in cloud gaming. So and they could be like you could be playing a car car game and you drive by a billboard that actually says it you know yeah and obviously in hell the- in, in in call of duty cold war there was coke cans and mountain dew cans yep like usually it's like mountain cola or something yeah stupid, it's something you know? weird um yeah and granted and people are gonna go oh why don't they offer a 
once they get to that point, I'd add free service for so much months because it would be like three times the price of the normal thing. And no one's going to do that. They might eventually because they do it with uh, like not Netflix, but like Hulu. It, but it is like three times the price. It is it's like $40 versus 10. The reason why is because these server farms are expensive. They're really expensive to maintain. Mm. So and that's where a lot of it comes into. So. And like they're well, like this company right here, they're working with Azure Cloud Gaming Service, which Azure Cloud Service is getting more and more expensive like every year because obviously they keep yeah, on upgrading Microsoft, and they wanted to get people in so they could stop ripping them off. Well, yeah, it's yeah, no, just Azure Cloud like in general. Um, I don't. Feel I think bad Amazon, for but like they have the itself by being super greedy. But their biggest competitor, Azure's cloud services, obviously uh, Amazon Cloud Services, like the biggest competitor with them. So. Uh, which a lot of people do use Amazon's cloud services, which is a little cheaper, but it's not by much. Well, you mean the gaming service? No, Amazon owns like huge, huge server farms I'm around the world. I'm just because I know nobody uses their the gaming. No, a like good, no I think was it like a third of the websites on the internet are hosted by Amazon right now. Something like that. It's a lot. Um, like they're renting Amazon yeah, servers. Like Amazon owns server. Place. Amazon owns server farms where a lot of companies use. Like a lot of big companies, you wouldn't even realize, um, use these server farms. It's just server farms. That's all they are. Yeah. Like it's not has nothing to do with Amazon directly. Yeah, it's just yeah. they their name. They own them. If like they don't have like say Microsoft doesn't have uh, servers on the East Coast, they would rent. Uh, they would rent Amazon, Amazon server. server. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so. Okay, so somehow Amy Henning has returned to Star Wars. No, she left. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Lucasfilm Games and uh, Skydance new media announced new cinematic action adventure game in Star Wars universe. So, a new Star Wars game is in development by Skydance. Good, it's not EA. I'm just glad it's not EA. <laughs> Uh, interactive studio founded in uh, 2019 by game director Amy Hang. Um, Lucasfilm Games and Skydance announced Tuesday its return to the Star Wars franchise for Henning, who had previously worked with the franchise at EA's. Ooh, she worked at the EA. Well, <laughs> she was with that Visceral Games. Thing. Yeah, the yeah, on a I think ambitious was... but ultimately canceled project. Oh, she never got it going. Okay. Yeah. Oh well. Uh, Skydance describes the untitled Star Wars project as a richly cinematic action adventure game featuring an original story, but did not reveal specifics. So, I mean, that's really cool. It does say she's uh, been a fan since she watched it in 1977. Yeah. <laughs> so, a lot of you. No, I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> a fan making 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 a game versus a money grab. Um, who knows? <laughs> I would say you wouldn't be able to find... I would say <laughs> you would be hard-pressed to find a video game developer um, in their 40s... <laughs> um, in this day and age or movie maker in this day and age that didn't like Star Wars when it came out you'd be hard pressed to find one that, that, was, that wasn't that was like a huge fan you'd so be really hard pressed doesn't, doesn't, doesn't mean the new movies are any good um, everything they do now sucks dude so <laughs> so yeah I am yeah that, that's really cool um and obviously, we have the other one coming. Uh, project we got we have a uh, Star Wars Eclipse coming, but that's not for a while. Um, but there is actually other news on that though, that they are actually they're way ahead of schedule, I guess, for uh, Eclipse, which is cool. So uh, they might come out actually earlier than 
They're also releasing that what Xenoblade. Yes, that's got delayed till July. No, it's. I thought it was brought forward. Brought forward. Oh, is it brought forward or was it brought backwards? Yeah, yeah. That's good. Yeah, that's gonna be cool. That's gonna be yeah, the conclusion to an epic story. For a lot of people, they, they're huge fans. Of it. One of the probably one of them sooner than expected. Yeah, sooner than expected. Uh, one of the best like RPGs, the JRPGs to come out in a long time series. Anyway, that started on the Wii. Yeah. So, yeah. Nintendo Switch Online leak seemingly confirms Game Boy games are coming. So, <laughs> over the last uh, over the last month, few months, uh, rumors suggest that Nintendo Switch Online subscribers would gain access to games that originally released on the Game Boy. Yes, we've been saying this for a while. And Game Boy Advance. Yes, uh, those rumors seem to have gained a lot of steam as Nintendo developers emulators have apparently been discovered for uh, for the system. And this isn't the first time we actually they discovered them a while ago too, like two or three years ago. Um, according to Twitter user, and they started actually in the when someone when the online service first launched, someone downloaded the raw data of it and found all the emulators. Um, we covered that in the podcast. There was like five of them. <laughs> so, uh, going to uh, yeah, so Hiyoko uh, and a GBA emulator going by Slope. So Sloop. Uh, the emulators were seemingly created by NERD, which stands for Nintendo European Research and Development, a team that has handed other emulators uh, that used on the Switch. So, uh, which is really, yeah. So, yeah, we knew this was eventually going to happen. And um, the Game Boy doesn't have a huge, huge library, but the Game Boy Advance has a l- stupid big library. So, they ha- should have no problem with getting games for Game Boy Advance, like on like a Easily, like a couple games on a, m- a month added to that thing. Um, game Boy, I'm not sure what the licensing situation is going to be on that. There's also a lot, a lot of crappy thing. games on it, too. On the Game Boy Advance, there is a lot of crappy oh, games. Oh, man. There's a lot I of I was crap. so disappointed with NBA Jam. Oh. <laughs> like, seriously. NBA Jam <coughs> is on the Super Nintendo. It was terrible on the Advance. And the yeah. Advance is basically a Super Super Nintendo. Yeah, which I don't get why, yeah. Oh, it was so bad. Oh, my God. It was so bad. Yeah. Poor decisions were made. Yeah. When making it. Well, bad porting because usually the original developers don't do it; they have someone else port it. But it wasn't even a port; <laughs> it was it was a completely different game. It was terrible. Yeah, that's yeah, that's just that's bad. That's bad. That's bad. Anyway, um, so yeah, I'm that bad, would be. I'm <laughs> yeah, it would be really cool. Uh, yeah, a leak images shared by uh, Trash Bandicoot. <laughs> shows Super Mario Advance 4, Super Mario Brothers 3, Golden Act, Golden Sun, sorry. Golden Sun, which is if you've never anybody's ever played Golden Sun, Golden Sun's a great fucking game. Okay? It's one of the best RPGs on the system. Uh uh Pokemon Pinball, Ruby and Sapphire and more. So, yeah. Um granted, I don't know why people are excited about Super Mario Advance 4 or Super Mario Brothers 3. They're just the other Mario games that are already on the online service. Oh, yeah. Well, they were a little bit... Uh, slightly different. But it's a different aspect ratio with a couple of them. Yeah, which is... I don't know. It's, yeah, it's cool. NBA Jam. On the Game Boy Advance. Yeah, it looks terrible. Terrible. It looks terrible. It was sickening. And it's so slow. <laughs> yeah, it was... It was Yeah. Yeah. Very bad decisions. Uh, were made. 
Ça laisse là. And in. Well. Wait, that's the same article. Yeah, it's two, two of the same. Oh, I didn't realize you did that. It wouldn't let me delete it. Oh. Okay. That's weird. Um. So anyway, yeah, no, I would love if they do Golden Sun on that. Oh my God, there's some. There's a lot of good RPGs on Game Boy Advance. Um, they can. Add, I know because I have them all on my little part of the freaking. Oh yeah. Ambernek uh, device. <laughs> um, that. Yeah. That I'm mentioning to get another because there's a bunch of new ones out now. Yeah. That I need to get. <laughs> I want to get. Um, that would be that are going to be really cool, but that's just like. One of those things, like I just like I, I have to buy, mm-hmm. I have to buy. Um, and I don't know. The thing is, like, are these Game Boy? The question is obviously everybody's asking is going to be asking. Are these emulators once they come out? Are they going to add more fees to the online service, or are they going to be part of the extent expansion fee, or are they going to be part of the base fee? I hope not. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I hope not. Because, yeah. like, I uh, how much was it for just a year before? 20 bucks, right? And then yeah, 20 bucks to, for a year. And it went to, what, 50? It's 50 now for a year. Yeah, I don't think anybody's going to want to pay more for Yeah. Maybe like Maybe like five bucks. Maybe. But. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's the thing. I, I don't know. I hope they don't. Like, I mean. I mean, that's a lot, though. At 50, that, I think that's worth it at that point. You're getting both those emulators, especially if it has a decent library. Mario when it has a decent library. Mario Advance is not considered decent. They're decent games made. Yeah, great. Yeah, no. I there's plenty of other games that are decent that you can be adding. Um, like for instance, like the Final Fantasy Adventure series. Those are great games. Um, uh, the 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 Donkey Kong Game Boy special yeah. that special edition that works with like the Game Boy. Oh yeah, Super Game Boy. Um. Yeah, this in general. Um. Yeah, just in general. There's a ton of like actual decent games on the Game Boy and Game Boy Advance they can add is just what, what games are they getting licenses to um, that I would like to see them get licenses to mm-hmm. a lot of them um, so and they did like a lot of remakes like they did on they, they did on Game Boy Advance they did like also like Final Fantasy Origins Final Fantasy 2 Final Fantasy 3 um, they did a lot of these games. They're actually really, really great ports, which are actually considered like the definitive ports at this point, where like the Steam versions are based off them. Uh, we're based off them, and up until recently, recently Steam is now released re-releasing a lot of those games on their own definitive Pixel Perfect editions. Uh, which is actually one of the games that came out since we were last on this podcast was Chrono Trigger, um, not Chrono Trigger, yeah, <laughs> not Chrono Trigger, Chrono Cross, sorry, um, which the Radical Dreamer edition came out. And they just there's modders that just made it better. Yeah, because I guess there was some a lot of bugs. Yeah, there's some bugs in it, um, which is really cool. Um, and if anybody doesn't know, his small trivia: before um, Chrono Cross came out, uh, before the sequel was even in conception, um, the maker did a small like what would be called like a point and click like a movie style game. Like I guess you could say. Um, what the hell is those games called? Oh, yeah. It's literally a point-and-click adventure. It's no, point- no, but no, it's a visual novel adventure. Yeah, visual novel adventure. That's what I'm thinking of. Anyway, that's a yeah, and he made that, and it was called Radical Dreamers. Uh, and, it, uh, and it was supposed to be the sequel to Chrono Trigger. First, yeah, it's basically the first, like the not first section, but it's the entire Assault on Viper Manor yes. section, basically. Yeah, and a couple other things. 
Yeah. So, and obviously got the rights to finally do the sequel, and then he did the sequel, so that was cool. And then they were supposed to do a third one called Chrono Break that was supposed to add all the characters from both games, and it never happened. Oh, that was all bullshit, dude. No, that was official. That's you No, can... it wasn't, dude. I can look it up a hundred times. It was bullshit. They trademarked the name, but the, the, the info about, like, it was going to add all the characters, that's all bullshit. The director went on record saying that most of those characters in, in Chrono Cross were just characters they, they throw, threw in because they wanted... Um, because directive told them they wanted a whole bunch of characters uh, okay. for the story of the game, yeah. so they were just making up characters as they went to throw into this thing. Uh, In fact, Chrono Cross's main characters are just Cro- um, uh, Surge and uh, what's Kid. her name? Kid. Yeah, no, I know. every other character. Well, sorry, Surge, Kid, the Wolf, Lynx, and the 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 the, the like the Jester. Yeah, the girl. Yeah. It's those four because it's the two on one side and then two on the other. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And then the rest of the characters are characters you come across as you play through the game. Yeah, they're stuff. just filling. Um, no, but that was supposed to be the conclusion to a, like a bigger storyline that we never got. It so. would it would have been nice, but I I would much rather just have a full blown Chrono Cross uh, Chrono Trigger remake right now. Yeah, and I I'm would. Not, when I say remake, I don't mean fucking three D bullshit. <laughs> I mean like two D three D remake. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, no, right, I, would I don't love... need that other bullshit at all. No, and it was I like... I thought you liked Final Fantasy VII Remake. I do, but in the case of in the case of um these 16-bit RPGs, they are far better as 2D, 3D remakes. Yeah, they're way, way better. Like, um... if, you're, if, you're, if you tell me, um, hey, they're going to make a Final Fantasy VIII and a Final Fantasy IX remake, I'm going to say, good. Give me a full blown remake in th- 3D graphics mm. because those games are already 3D. Mm. Okay, I don't want that for um. What games did they those... do that with? Uh, did they make a an old one in uh, 3D? They did uh, Dragon Quest. No, they haven't done any yet. They are okay. though. Live uh, Live Live is coming out. Yeah, like next month. Live Alive, I think it is, and. Dragon Quest 3 yep. is being remade. Yeah, Dragon Quest 3. Yeah. And I'm hoping that those two games, or at least Dragon Quest 3, hits well enough that these companies are right, like, go, hey, we can, we should do this. I believe there might be another one, too, in the form of um, Front Mission. Hang on a second. Yeah. They did they did these terrible, like, Final Fantasy 4 and Final Fantasy 3. They did it in 3D. They were terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've, the fucking animation was terrible. The fucking sprites were terrible like it was just terrible let's see yeah uh no see like this front mission one misses the point like i love you square i'm going to probably buy it because i like front mission but they missed the point they went full 3d and clean graphics for this front mission remake Mm. and they should have gone 2d 3d because that's what the fans want 2d 3d would have been great but I'm still going to check it out because I love Front Mission. Front Mission is a game that, like, hell, I almost made a drag a, a D&D thing about Front Mission when I was thinking <laughs> about what kind of futuristic game I was going to do. Yeah. But I was like, I, I think that would be a lot harder to, to do. Yeah, probably, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, just, I'd have to come up with so much crazy shit from mechs and all that that I just decided not to, but 
Yeah, I'm gonna look while you guys talk about to see what else has been 2D, 3D. Yeah, no, and it would just be in general like, I would love for them just do a Chrono Trigger like remake and get back the hype, get new people invested into the story, new people like wanting the story. Um, especially, obviously, I didn't look, haven't looked how well uh, Chrono Cross remake has done. But I'm sure it's doing well. Um, but if they did a Chrono Trigger and got people really invested into the full big story again, and then finally announced, hey, we're doing Chrono Break now, well, that would be awesome. And don't do it fully 3D, do it like a 2D, 3D. That would be great. Yeah, there's only... There's been like four 2D, 3D games. Isn't that as of now, there's only been three yeah, remakes. 2D, yeah. Front Mission looks like it's 2D, 3D. Yeah, it does. And if you really... No, the Front Mission one doesn't look at all like that. It's all clean. It just looks like a 3D game. Oh, it's still isometric. It did look isometric. I was just watching it. It did. It looked 2D, 3D. Yes, it looked... Of course, because it... It's a it's you a still want it pixelated. No, no, that that's the um back and forth thing. If you look at it, it's just a smooth, clean thing. Mm-hmm. I just watched the trailer. I mean, it doesn't look terrible. It's just that's that's not two D three D. It's not the art style from like Octopath Traveler and such. Yeah, no, I know Octopath Traveler has a very distinct style that is really good. That would work for a lot of games, a lot of old sixteen uh, bit games. Well, like I said, we'll we'll have to see because Square was smart. They picked they picked the right game. Mm. Like the chances that this game sells like five million copies in Japan is no joke, perfectly possible. Oh yeah, Dragon Quest, like <laughs> Dragon. Oh, Dragon Quest, Quest is gonna have fucking lines. Three, <laughs> well, not yeah, lines. Seven. You can buy it online now, but I mean, all right. Oh, that's the whole thing. I'm going to drag quest. They also announced Kingdom Hearts 4. Yeah, I know. And with Unreal Engine 5. Yes. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. And for some reason. <laughs> and a lot of the, the scenes from that trailer are real areas. Oh, wow. There's yeah. somebody that, like, went to the locations. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Yeah, that's fucking totally crap. Unreal Engine 5 is going to change things. Yeah. Holy shit. The original shit. Dragon Quest 3 <laughs> sold 4 million copies in Japan. That's insane for just Japan. Hmm. And then the re-release on Super Nintendo sold 4 million copies. Almost almost the same amount of copies. And then the re-release of the Dragon Quest 3 in Japan on the 3DS sold close to 4 million copies. Like, that game just sells 4 million copies every time it comes out. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a given. Because, Dragon Quest. So there's a very high chance that that game could blow the door open. That's what I was remembering. That I almost forgot. Fuck Square for doing one scene in the in the fucking Final Fantasy VI remake in two D three D. Oh yeah, they, yeah, they did. What? Well, yeah, F they, you. <laughs> they could have done the whole game, but yes. Oh my freaking god, that scene looked so goddamn good. Yeah. Why did they do that? Just to make it look. I, I don't know. Maybe they were just testing the waters, or they didn't want to spend the money to do it, but someone wanted to do it. But they they did the opera scene in two D three D, and it's. You look at it and go, I don't see how they can't. Like, I'm sorry, we're getting another remake of that game in three years. <laughs> because there has to be someone at Square going, Are you fucking stupid? <laughs> oh. Like, I'm sorry, are you effing stupid? Hey, here's an idea, in case you're listening, Square, which I know you're not. It <laughs> prints money. Are you ready? Just sit down at, at 
a press conference ago, today we are announcing that we are going to be remaking all of the Final Fantasy games and all of the Dragon Quest games from the NES and the Super NES era in 2D, 3D, and we're going to release them one at a time. Prince Money. Yeah, pretty much. That's not me saying it. Would you buy every one of them, Nate? Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not... Take my it money. Wouldn't cost, it's not going to cost that much, and I guarantee you... Every mind. single hardcore 2D RPG fan that still exists, the like the two million of us that are out there, will buy these games. They'll yeah. make plenty of money. It's, it will it's, print money. It's an instant sale, yeah. The idea that they don't want to do something like that just boggles my mind. Oh yeah, it's, yeah. It's, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of factors that go into it that we don't understand, but it's what it is. <clears throat> Yeah, the factors are utter stupidity. <laughs> well, all the I'm sure they have so many other projects and stuff like that. It's like where to allocate and everything. Yeah, but That's... what I'm sure they have all those projects. What I'm saying is they need to go, okay, we're going to have to beef up the team that does the 2D, 3D games and get them working on more than just one game at a time. Yeah, Um like, that studio should be their front studio besides their main AAA studio. Yeah. And obviously we have to see, because, I don't know, I am not that excited for Final Fantasy 16 because I just don't want, like, I don't want the same combat from Final Fantasy 15. I really don't want that. And I don't want, it's a it, really well done story, but I don't want that type of gameplay. Oh, so keep it by too. Um... They own a bunch of IP that you don't even remember. Like, I'm almost positive they own the Lufio series now. They Do bought they? that company. They did? Yeah, because they're the ones that put that put out that shitty one on DS. So they own oh, that one. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, They own the rights to... I, I have to see the list again, because I saw a list the other day. And it was like 50 or 60 uh, Japanese game studios that went out of business that uh, do RPGs. Mm. Square bought all their shit. They own the rights to all that outrageous stuff you don't remember seeing very often or stuff that never came out over here. And they may not be great games, but they have a wealth of shit to, to draw from in these 2D, 3D makes, remakes. And they can make a ton of money off it. Oh, yeah. No, easily. Um, but it's, I don't know, it's really a matter of, yeah. I'll have to see. Uh, I'm sorry, I get I get psyched about fucking 2D, 3D games. Yeah. I cannot wait to play that Dragon Quest game. Yeah. I will smile. You'll see me grinning ear to ear. I may even shed a tear, dude. Because <laughs> Dragon Quest Five and Dragon Quest Three are my favorite Dragon Quest games. And uh, the idea of seeing it in good graphics and all that. Oh. Yeah. No, I know. It's it would be fucking. I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to see where the future lies for it. That's what it is. But you know what else is in the future? <laughs> Squarespace. No. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Or Raid Shadow Legends. NordVPN. <laughs> uh, no, none of that. We have tech news in the future. <laughs> so as we move on to tech news, thank you guys for listening to us. Wherever you find us, you can find us on social media under Tech Prime Media. Where... Ever you listen to podcasts, we thank you. I don't care where you're listening, iTunes, Google Play, Podcast Addict, 
I don't, it is a whole bunch of things. Uh, place you know, whatever you do, thank you for listening. Remember to rate us, share it out social media. All these apps have share buttons. You can share us on Instagram, you can share us on Twitter, you can share us on whatever. So just share if you like it. Let us know. We'll be back here bantering as usual. Anyway, <laughs> let's move on to technology and what everybody's been up to, what everybody's been checking out, what series you're watching, what movies you checked out. I haven't been to the movies in a little bit. I've been wanting to go to the United Theater, but that's not the story. Anyway, let's get on to what is everybody been doing. I think I watched something, but I don't remember what it was. You don't know what it was. I mean, I've been watching Mystery Science Theater one at a time in order from beginning to end. Oh, Jesus Christ. But I feel like there was something I watched. Oh, you know what I did watch? Okay, and then I read the book. I watched uh, Lone Survivor the other day. Okay. And then I read the book. And if you don't know what Lone Survivor is, it's basically the story of a man named Marcus Luttrell. Of a SEAL, I think maybe a SEAL Team 5, but they were basically sent into the Afghanistan mountains to find a warlord who was um, basically executing children and killing innocent Afghan uh, civilians if they didn't do what they said and had making them like smuggle bombs and shit in and then making them do suicide bombers. It's a real fucking terrible guy. Yeah. And it's basically just a story about how they went to, to, um, catch this guy and why were they doing recon by sheer luck a goat herder happened upon them and they let him go because you don't kill innocent people and because they let him go they were then surrounded by 200 fucking afghans which Mm. resulted in a running firefight like the ones we have in PUBG that Mm. lasted like three hours until every one of his team but him were killed and he was blown off the mountain well the only thing that annoyed me about that it was like the like it still left a bad taste in my mouth it wasn't a bad movie it was but it turned the thing that annoyed me it's like how many times you're gonna fall down a mountain and let's fall down a mountain again let's fall down a mountain again let's fall down a mountain again i'm about to change your opinion of that (laughs) it's like come on guys i went no i went and listened to the book they literally jumped off ledges no less than four times like that dude the reason why they showed that was because there were points where they were jumping 30, 40 feet off of cliff ledges and sliding but, down. But the way it was done was bad in the movie. I don't think it was cinematically correct. The film no, was it, wa- it wasn't cinematically it great. It was terrible. But, that, but he says, word for word, that's how it was. They were getting up and, like, for example, the body of his friends, they all had multiple broken bones. Like, he broke his back twice, multiple times, falling down these hills, and they kept getting up and fighting Oof. and retreating. Like, they just, they had to throw themselves off these cliffs over and over again because they were surrounded and had nowhere to go. Yeah, yeah. And they had no defensive position. Um, it, I listened to the movie, dude, and by the end, I fucking bawled my eyes out like a little baby because at the end of the movie, he talks about how he went to every single one of the those uh, SEALs' houses to visit his families, their families. Thirteen people because... Something people don't know, and if you saw the movie, you know this, but people who have never seen the movie don't know. It wasn't just three, like, SEALs that got killed that day. They got a call out near the end of the firefight, and a helicopter came in to help them, and, like, nine other SEALs got killed because when the chopper went to open up so they could drop out, a lucky fucking rocket came in and blew it up and killed the nine guys trying to jump out before they even had a chance to fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he traveled across the country, like, talking to all these people. And it was just a, it was gut wrenching. I'm not some 
war yahoo dude but these guys went in there to stop a guy who was killing women and children oh yeah yeah yeah. butchering people they went in to get a real bad dude and like he talks about how when he got blown off the cliff he got blown off the mountain at the end and fell into a crevice so they couldn't see him and while he was down there and unable to move he could hear the last member of his team calling for him to help him and he's like so now every night I hear that in my sleep, and sometimes when I'm walking down the street, I'll hear his voice, and I'll start twitching and fall over in the street, and, like, people have to come over and help him, because he has, like, a relapse, and he crawls into, like, a little ball, and starts crying because he hears his friends screaming for him to help him. And he couldn't do it. He couldn't get out of the pit to help him. He had... It's not like he could fight off the 50 Afghans left. Also, just to be a fucking homer, they killed close to 150 Afghan soldiers with four people. <laughs> four fucking people, Nate. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. I'm not saying murder is good or anything like that, but how impressive is it for four people on their back foot running down a mountain being shot at from high ground? And the only reason why they lost was because they just couldn't fight long enough to kill an extra 50 people. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's insane. Yeah. And the first 50% of that book is all about buds, which is the main reason why I read it. Like, the the training for Navy SEALs, just the shit they go through. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fuck it. Um, I don't know how it's possible. It's hmm. crazy. So, like, I watched a few things. I watched uh, Carnival Row. Okay. That was okay. Yeah, that, was that, was, that was good. I like that show. Definitely different. Yeah. Uh, I finished Stranger Things season three today. I I watched the last two actually, the two and three. Oh, nice. This week, I'm watching it. I need to watch that. Season four, D and D in season four. Well, it's been in every. They've talked about it in every season, but oh no, no, they they literally referring to Vecna in season four. Yeah. Yeah. They, well, the, they even the monsters in are referred in it. Yeah. Yeah. The, the no, they Demi dogs. What I mean is. The bad, the bad guy for po- probably the whole series, and the bad guy for season four, they're literally calling Vecna. Yeah, yeah. well, it's, a fir- a it's a, well, they haven't said the name yet. In the, yeah. in the no, he, in the he's called Vecna because that the episode's called Vecna. Yeah. Oh, is yeah, it? it is. Yeah, it's it's the yeah, first, it's the first, it's the first bad guy, bad guy in the the thing that's had a body form. Yeah, yeah like I don't know, I don't know if it's actually gonna be like if they're gonna twist it around with some sort of shit like. The 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 under dark world they go to actually uses their fears and actually is a D and D world to them because it's mm. what they fear most or something. Who knows? It's probably just Billy being brought back as this thing, mm-hmm. but just the idea that they're referencing him and he looks like an undead demon guy. Yeah. Well, they literally Fucking... in the trailer showed you that what's his name still alive. Mm-hmm. That they confused the hell out of me. I know. I know. <laughs> Hopper. Who? Hopper. Yeah. Oh yeah that that was given away almost immediately after because they because netflix is all about money so they can't keep their mouth shut you could uh, find that out like the day after the first the, the <laughs> third season ended, you could go and look up that he was still alive yeah they keep their mouth shut. oh yeah like they couldn't kill him I, I would like to know how how he escaped because everybody else turned to, <laughs> mush. Yeah, turned apparently, to mush. well apparently because again they can't keep secrets so they revealed in an interview he's still alive the guy asked how he's like well the um the dark ways or whatever it is, the dark thing. Mm-hmm. How he got there, yeah. Is they they're like they're like way, the ways in fucking real time. Yeah, they are. Yeah. So basically, you can go in it and you can come out another spot and be all another 
across the world. So yeah. he jumped, so he, in, he jumped into the the hole and yeah. coming out of there, the portal. Yeah. There, there was, and he got dragged out by Russians on the other side. Yeah, yeah. There, there, it's an Einstein Rosen bridge, is what it is. So huh. yeah, and then I watched the Batman. Yeah, I need to watch that. Tim you mean the the mean the not being Batman, Batman. Uh, Tim's yeah. Tim he was like, you gotta watch it. He's like, it's so good. I was like, I know, I need to watch it. It wasn't bad. It was uh, too dark because I couldn't see what the fuck I was looking at. Uh, I'm gonna sound like uh, a lot of quiet. What I heard is they don't understand Batman, and that at the end of it, they literally don't because he comes off like Superman instead of like Batman. No, no. That's what I heard from multiple people reviewing it. No. The the only thing is like he's got arm his armor is so good he's bulletproof. Yeah. Well he does get shot with a shotgun and that takes him down. But <laughs> um he like the belt bolts just bounce off him, but uh, if you know whatever. But like yeah, but modern, the fights, modern plate armor can do that. Yeah, the fight scenes Yeah. They looked realistic because like he mm. was struggling. He yeah. was fighting, he was struggling, not just like like the yeah, rock throws a fucking cheesy. guy through a wall. Yeah, you it's know? not the cheesy one. Yeah, yeah, no. So it was, it was kind of realistic. Batman, dude, Batman is not supposed to struggle against basic enemies. Period. That isn't cheesy. His his equipment gives him the ability to just fuck up basic people. That's why he just fucks up basic people in the fo- the three. No, I know, but this, this is but, year two. But, but this is but the problem with that though, it's it's cool. It's cool to watch, but it's not relatable as a, as a watcher. It's not relatable at all. You're not supposed to relate to Batman. This is why you people with your terrible freaking movies. I don't want to relate to my superhero because he's a he's a superhero. fucking anti-hero. He's an anti-hero badass. You're not supposed to relate to him, Nate, because you could never compete with him. The reason why you can relate to Patterson is because he's a little bitch. Well, you can probably kick his ass. Well, no, you are supposed to relate to him. Actually, going back to Stan Lee... He has said multiple things. He said Stanley has nothing to do with it. No, I'm saying what he said no. about his creatures. He's created. No. He said these are no, aspects of no, these. Pulling, these are aspects of personality. What do you call it? No. different people can relate you to? Pulling, you are pulling the leftist bullshit. You take a kernel and you try to turn it into fucking fact to, to spin a narrative. Okay, the shit he's talking about is his personality and certain aspects of his life. He didn't mean that you're supposed to relate to Batman on his combat ability and that he's supposed to come off like a struggling hero that's not how batman ever comes off in fact they've never fully gotten him right because batman's supposed to be so unreliable that the fucker shows up to a fight fully planned and never takes a hit because he fucking wrecks the guy because of his perfect battle planning Hmm. like batman was always a tactical genius so you got to be a give a little leeway leeway in these movies because like the Joker would never put up a fight against Batman because he's a tactical genius who put him down in seconds. Hmm. So you have to give a little leeway, but you are never supposed to relate to his combat ability. Like, mm-hmm. oh, that looks realistic. No, because he's Batman, and even if it looked realistic, the suit is supposed to give him such an advantage that he just mauls people that are not the bad guy, the big bads. Hmm. He's supposed to just beat five or six henchmen with ease. Yeah, That's, oh, he, I know. He does. Like, he yeah. does. I'm just saying, like when he gets hit. Like if like somebody hits him in the back or something, he he reacts to it. He's like, "Oh crap, somebody hit me." Well, you know what I mean? Like as I got older, like I like that, that stuff. Armor I like, he's not supposed to. Yeah, but like for me, like as I got older, like as a person, I used to like that stuff as I was younger. Just like seeing some guy come in and kick shit at people, that was cool. Okay, 
that's nice. But as I got older, I'm like, I want to see them fight for it a little more. I don't. I want to see them get their ass kicked a little bit before they even fucking win this fight. You're not, you're not, I want to see that. I don't care who, how powerful they are. I don't care if they're Superman. I want to see them get their ass kicked a little bit. You're not. You're not supposed to see that happen with henchmen, though, unless they're being overwhelmed. And if they're going to be overwhelmed, it's got to be a lot of people. Yeah, like, mm. like fifteen that's people how jumping it, on you. It's never supposed to happen to with henchmen. It's supposed to happen with people who are above henchmen. If you're having trouble fighting henchmen, you're not worth paying attention to. That's why, like, when you watch Dragon Ball Z and you see everybody get their asses kicked by the Cybermen except for fucking Piccolo and, and Krillin, it's because everybody else is a bitch except for Piccolo and Krillin. Mm. That's how it was supposed to work. You mean Bazillion? Bazillion? You're just, <laughs> you're just ending him because you like Robert Pattinson, and I'm sure the acting is excellent. I'm sure he's an excellent actor. I don't, from what I've heard, is that they don't understand Batman himself. And it's a very entertaining movie, but it's nowhere see, near I, I don't, Batman. See, I don't believe that either. It, 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 it was more like a detective movie. Like, uh, and, and, he was, that, and he was narrating, too. Yeah, I heard it was a lot more like a very dark noir movie. Yeah. Which is really cool. I love those kind of movies. Uh, so. But like there was some strange things like well like I said this is just year two of him being Batman yeah so he's still like that vigilante yeah and like people are like well why did he have to get escorted into a crime scene like mm. he's usually there before anybody else and gone before anybody else type of thing you know he but does, he's just trying to get his rapport with the police and yeah, stuff. yeah yeah with Gordon and he ha- he ha- he does I don't think there was any scenes where he just vanishes no. and well they're talking to him or something it's just like pre that you know yeah. You also remind me, I watched that Thor Love and Thunder trailer, and I will not be seeing that terrible movie. <laughs> Thor Love and Thunder. Why? That's the title. Dude, dude, I don't care how sexist I sound. I don't care about seeing Natalie Portman become the God of Thunder. <laughs> what okay? happened in the comic if books? Make, yes, if you want to make a female Thor, then at least finish his last movie, his third and last movie, and have him die and pass the hammer on or something. Mm. don't make because i like i know we've only seen the trailer but i know hollywood what they're telling me is that 80 percent of this movie will be her as thor and him just walking around being the goofball that he is because it's 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 hollywood so they won't pay him any justice as they finish off his character instead the finish of his character will be following her around and being emasculated by her did you know what happened in the comics though right yes he gets she gets the fuck she becomes thor I don't mind if she becomes at the end of his last movie. I'm no, saying no. that they're going to backseat him in his last movie. No, ba- ba- well, basically, what happens? He he loses. He he he's not the one anymore. Yeah, and she's dying of cancer, and then she she becomes whatever they call it. Yeah, I know. allowed, and she picks up yeah. picks up the hammer and takes the Thor power. Yeah, because the Thor is you know the one else? who can wield the hammer. Yeah, and you know what else happened? Nobody bought those comics and it bombed and they had to go back to Thor being Thor and now the uh, Marvel comics themselves are no longer selling. And that's mm-hmm. not me talking shit. You can look it up. Yeah. So that's the recent one that happened? The, the one that came out a couple of years ago? Yeah. Huh. It, again, people have to understand my anger towards this is not... It's because they take everything... Instead of making something good and new of their own... They take everything you like and try to claim it as their own. Hmm. I don't, if you told me that they were killing him at the end of this and she was going to become Thor, I'd be like, all right, 
whatever. I get to see the wrap up. You know, like they killed Tony Stark. That was the wrap of his wrap up of his of his arc. So when they do this new black uh, little kid Iron Man, it doesn't piss me off because it's it, they didn't rob him of his ending. But had they done Endgame and a quarter of the way through, they gave the Iron Man suit to her to the little girl they're gonna give it to later, yeah. Ironheart or whatever, and she became Iron Man for the rest of that. I'd be like. You just robbed the character. I waited three fucking movies of build up to see of his finish. Yeah, that's I yeah, I don't know. And that's what gets on my nerves, robbing them of their finish so that they can fucking do this statement bullshit. You can just finish and move on. True. Twenty fourteen. I'll be fine with it. Twenty fourteen. Oh, that's when they did that, Strata? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Thor number one. Yeah, Thor number one. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously I checked out I've been watching like a bunch of things. Um so uh one movie i would not recommend i watched it's okay it's not a bad movie it's just uh it's what's it called no exit it's just a it's a girl that's trapped at a fucking uh like middle like i don't know what do you call it? what the hell they call it? the travel centers okay that are in the place and it's a snowstorm so they're trapped there and there's uh people trapped in a van she finds and you had to figure out who the two guys are that are actually doing the, well, the one guy you think it turned two guys and it had just so many cliches. Like I swear, ev- this is not just that movie. And it's something I picked up on because it just irked me when this line was said. So no matter what movie, no matter what show, when someone goes after someone goes, Oh, where was your father? Like, like as far as the military, right? After they say that line, and then they say where their parent or person or boyfriend or friend or whoever he was, where he was stationed in the military. The response in every single movie and TV show is, that's some tough bush. That's a tough fight. That was a tough area. That's the response every time. Mm-hmm. Not, oh, that was just a lame area. Nothing went on went there. They, they don't say that ever. It's well, just, it's the same response. Well, that was a tough era. It's, shut up. That's like, shut that's up. like me and, oh, the amnesia episode. Yeah. Or the freaking, yeah. oh, but that miscommunication. Line. I'm mad at you because I heard that someone or, said that someone said this. Or just, just a line go, oh, I don't know about that fight. I never heard, of, I don't know, girl, I don't know what I'll have to just, just I've never say, heard of that fort. Yeah, I never heard of that fight. I, I never heard of that station. Or they, no, they say, oh, that was a tough fight or tough bush or whatever. Fucking bush. shut I've up. never heard that before, but. <laughs> Tough bush. Anyway, <laughs> she was a tough. Bu- oh what? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, no, but one show I've actually really enjoyed, and it's one show I think really is getting apocalyptic scenario really well done. Uh, is putting it together really well, and the fact it has a uh, uh, Lori Perry in it. Does anybody know who oh, Lori Perry is? God, not that fucking. <laughs> Ah, uh, she ruins even my favorite movie, freaking Point Break. Oh, but no. Uh, does, does anybody know what the most iconic? She was in a bunch of things. She was like in the she was on in the army now as well. Uh, dude, nothing she's ever done is iconic. Though. It is iconic. Who do you, does anybody know the iconic movie she did? Who? Lori Perry. No. Tank Girl. Oh. What? Fucking great. What? Ugh. Dude, Tank Girl is not iconic. It was bombed shit. It was great. What the fuck are you talking about? I loved that movie. Oh my god, <laughs> did you hit your head? <laughs> so, uh, Woody says that uh, Mike Tyson should play Thor. And he oh. every time he says, I'm Thor, everybody doesn't know if he says he's Thor or if he's sore. <laughs> That'd be great. Oh, I'm anyway. Thor. No. <laughs> <laughs> you Thanos Thanos can't compete with me I want to eat his children I'm gonna rip out his heart praise him Allah oh my god <laughs> anyway 
Uh, no, well, Lori Perry is not a main character, but she's one of the troop. Um, oh my fucking god! I, the main character, the, the, the main character is you actually said tank girl. Is I, I like to, I really anyway. The main character is played by Mackenzie Davis though. Um, in this apocalyptic, it's called Station Eleven. Um, and basically, it's it's weird because this actually was written. Uh, which was it's kind of ironic, I guess. It was written and some of it was shot even actually before yeah. the pandemic. Um, oh, that's what okay. And it's a pan, yeah, it was shot before the pandemic. And basically, beginning the first episode, it's weird because the storyline jumps around every episode between like the present, the past, the future, middle part, somewhere around there. Um, but basically, it's a wicked bad flu. Like, we're talking like the opposite, like Corona was like 0.01% death rate, right? <laughs> yeah, this is. One in one thousand survival rate. Wow, everybody's dying. <laughs> like people just died like all over the place. So there's very very few after like there's a whole span of very few humans live, and there's small little groups factions that eventually do form. One's the traveling yeah. symphony. Uh, one it's interesting because one is like the museum of the world they call themselves. Uh, one's the prophet, and then there's I forget the other ones, the Pinksons or something like that. They're called. They're weird, but the way it kind of just builds up to all this and jumps back and forth between the past, the present, and the middle of where these characters are and stuff like that. It's really really cool, and the cinematography is fucking on point, and so is the soundtrack. The soundtrack is weird because I thought it was the same composer um, as a movie I watched a while ago called The Signal, and not the shitty one. I'm talking about the sci-fi one. Um, that's very obscure. It's a very strange movie, but the the music in it was really, really cool. And I thought it was the same composer and it wasn't, but it sounded like it. Um, and I would, I'm just been yawn impressed because the, just the apocalyptic scenario, the fact that like the main character, uh, Kirsten, who's played by Mackenzie Davis, um, you always think like there's a line, right? Um, when someone asks where those tattoos, Oh, she's like, that's everybody I've killed. And I'm like, no, she's, I was like, that's a bunch of crap. She was just doing that to scare the guy. Okay, because that's what usually characters do. Oh, the girl from yeah, I was doing it for Halt and Catch Fire. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so I thought she's just doing it to scare himself, and then immediately, like, not even questioning it, like this random guy that they like let them join the group for a short bit. Um. She immediately she you didn't realize it, but she picked up on a lot of things she was lying. He was lying about. Um. And if you rewatch the episode, you'll see like what he was lying about. Um. And she picked up on it real fast, and obviously she ended up stabbing him, just out of the blue. Like, I was like, holy shit. I didn't expect her, like, this character that they played off this well, like, her being very quiet. It was really cool. Like, they didn't they didn't pull any punches of having the character be soft. I was like, holy shit. I was like, and then they told some more backstory of, like, what happened in between after some of the people she was with and the hardships she actually went through and stuff like that. Um, so it's really cool because they have three actors, like, playing the same character in different points in their life, which is really cool. Uh, throughout this apocalypse scenario apparently that nicholas nicholas cage movie is doing huge massive yeah talent. yeah yeah <laughs> what is it uh, nicholas cage is nicholas cage is yeah the nicholas cage talent. that making fun of nicholas cage a variable weight of massive talent yeah it's it looks funny though yeah. it looks like it's gonna be a funny movie i like i want to see it yeah yeah Fucking Nick Cage, what have you done? <laughs> oh, you making... gotta see the trailer though. It looks, it looks fun. I've seen he, the trailer. He, he's making fun about. of himself. It's great. Okay. <laughs> I've seen uh, it. I know exactly what you're talking about. It's fucking retarded. <laughs> oh yeah, I sent you guys the link. Yeah. Oh man. So, um, and I want to point out that. So the one thing I, I was talking to Bazinga the other day about this, uh, 
that I'm really, 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 really enjoying the new season of Picard. The reason why and I told you about it is because every episode is an homage to Star Trek Four, mm-hmm. um, including like the like well, it's like this, they started like the second episode at this point uh, when they started doing the homage to Star Trek Four is because everybody doesn't know in Star Trek Four um, when they go back to I think it's 1987 I think or 85 I don't remember um, they get on a bus him and Spock Kirk and Spock get on a bus and there's a fucking guy with a boombox. Uh, rocking out to punk rock and he uh, Spock tells him to shut it off basically and he doesn't he tells him basically to fuck off um, and Spock uses a Vulcan death pin- well Vulcan pinch to knock him out right and the guy the same guy reprised his role in the episode on the bus because these two characters I won't say who because I want to give away get on a bus in 2024 because they go back in time and they get on a bus, and the same guys. How does this boombox? You tell it's the same actor. It's funny because I looked up. They, uh, the somebody else tells him to shut off because he's listening to this. Like, say it's the same music. And then you see seven and nine get up, and he puts the box down. He goes, "I'm sorry, I didn't mean it. I'll, I'll be quiet." It's <laughs> like because he's scared of what's going to happen to him. The only Star Trek I ever saw back then was so, the, the whale one, and it was awful. That's Star Trek Four. Is it? So oh, real, fucking real terrible. quick, you, real oh, quick. Oh my god, how do you hey. not like that one? Uh, Hey, here you go. You ready? A quote, a quote from Angry Joe. I am one of the biggest Star Trek fans in the world. And this season of Picard has made me want to kill myself. Anybody can say, anybody can say they're a biggest Star Trek fan in the world. That doesn't mean anything. He shows off in a 45 minute video, damn near $10,000 worth of memorabilia. I'm sure there's there's plenty of people out there that do. And there's plenty of people out there that are just as big fans, if not bigger, that own nothing. Also... When I click on his video that I watched yesterday, which is why I was waiting patiently for Nate to get done with this, there's about a thousand videos of people laughing at how bad this season. Yeah, is. Oh, I I fucking even, love this season. Granado of course like, you do, Nate. I fucking because love you this love season. Everything bad nowadays. Oh, this season's so good. well. The reason why Star Trek Four, I rewatched that movie so many times oh, as a kid. I fucking so, love that. It movie. was so boring. I love that movie. <laughs> it was so. I love just the witty banter of Spock, because <laughs> uh, he's learning swear words and shit. And <laughs> It's so funny. It's absolutely Amazing. great. I love you, but you oh, are a loser. I fucking love that movie. Straight up loser. I love that fucking movie. And like Bones goes up, there's a pay like they're at a hospital and there's a patient that needs to get like a kidney transplant and he's reading her chart and he's like, Kidney transplant? Well, what are these people barbaric? Speaking of bones, I'm gonna be a pile of bones before this podcast has started. <laughs> oh, I, was, oh, I love that fucking movie. The fact that this season's an homage to that fucking movie is fucking awesome. I love that one. Oh man. Well, you're the only person in the goddamn world that loves it. Oh, I fucking love it. Find how he feels about uh, Discovery, Angry Joe. Uh, I, I like Discovery's really good. Discovery was just. In I'm general, gonna expect that he thinks it's just as bad. Discovery in general is just really, really good sci-fi. No, like, it really, 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 really good it sci-fi. Really like some of the best sci-fi storytelling ever, and that's a fucking statement. That and a half. is nowhere near true. So, <laughs> speaking of sci-fi, over in San Francisco, some cops pulled over this uh, GM autonomous taxi. Because he didn't have his lights on. <laughs> and uh, the guy, the cops got out of the car, and then the car just up and drove away. Well, yeah, because what, what and are they going to do? Well, because they're supposed to, they are programmed to pull over. Okay, yeah. Because it did pull over. Well, what was the cop going to do? 
I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know, but it was that's what's the funny oh thing God. about it. <laughs> oh. It was the weirdest thing. Like, because the people were like, no, oh, look at that. He pulled over this uh, car. He gets out of the car. Yeah, he just walked. It's so funny. He's just dumbfounded, like, uh, uh. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but it should have seen him. That's the thing. Like, how? Why did? Why did he even do that? Uh, uh. <laughs> what's going on here? <laughs> it's right, there it goes. The guy's like, okay, okay, bye. No, he chases day. it. I know. He, he, he runs well, after it. Yeah. He's like, what the hell? What's stupid is it's two feet away, and he gets in his cop car and drives over there. It's like, guy, you could have just walked there. The question is, why did it stop again? It probably had to recalibrate. <laughs> Um, but still though, like, like that's what I found really, really stupid about the whole video. It's like, you got, why did you get in your cop car and move? You could just walk there. Yeah. It was like literally across the street, you idiot. <laughs> well, he was probably already to his car before he noticed it drove away. Oh, okay. Good point. <laughs> True. Hey, are you still pretending to have this thing against freaking cops just to be edgy? <laughs> no, he has this thing against people driving vehicles. Yeah. I do have a thing against that. But they're just like standing there. I, 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 I'm pretty sure they have a protocol what they're supposed to do about these cars. Well, he no, because know. It, it, it's new. It's something new. They haven't had this situation before. They're like, uh, see, it's got no headlights on. Yeah. But how do you tell? <laughs> it's not like there's a microphone. Hey, why, why you got no headlights on? Oh, I'm sorry, officer. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Oh, I thought that was funny. I wanted to throw that in. Oh, that yeah, that is pretty. It was pretty funny that that happened. Uh, yeah, I saw that video a, a few days ago. I was like, "What the fuck?" Oh, uh, oh well. Okay. DaVinci Resolve launches Black Magic. Well, Black Magic launches launches DaVinci Resolve. Same thing. Anyway, eighteen with real time cloud calibration. Collaboration. Collaboration. <laughs> Collaboration. Anyway, Black Time Design has unveiled its uh, raft of new products, including the DaVinci Resolve 18 video editing color correction app and Black Magic. It's not why they. Okay. It's a lot more than that. It's But anyway, whatever article. <laughs> the key product is DaVinci Resolve 18, which now includes features called Black Magic Cloud Design uh, to help contact creators work together. And this is something so. Like I was talking about with Photoshop uh, in Lightroom, I have Creative Cloud because I have a Domain account. I can actually go onto Photoshop on here, on my iPad, on my phone, or wherever, and link up all the stuff I'm working on. Or I can let someone else link up to my cloud account so they can work on the same project. And this will do the same thing. Um, you can tell a friend if you're working on a film, say, hey, I can't get this special effect to work. Go into the cloud service. Go check it out. See what you can do and fix this. Um, and especially this is going to be a lot easier for film studios, stuff like that, because they have like the VFX guy, the, like the sound guy. You I mean, they have all these different people. And especially with all the people working from home. Yes. Now they can. They, they can easily do this. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's what's really, really cool about this. And they are like, that's like something they didn't have that Adobe had um, that now they're pushing into. Like they're really, really going, trying to push past Adobe. Um with this service uh granted it's on they're only going after premiere and after effects um 
because they don't they don't make anything else. Uh, they're well, the only uh, competitor and, too. Yeah. Well, uh, I would say Adobe After Effects and uh, Adobe Audience or Audition. That's Audition. It. Yeah. 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 Uh, because Fairlight is about the same equivalent, uh, and Fairlight's really powerful too. So. And yeah, it's it's just really cool that the fact that they finally have a cloud service. Um, right, it wasn't bad before. I mean, we didn't. I mean, some people say we don't need a cloud service, but in some cases you do. You might want to collab with somebody around the world. Well, we could have used it that one time. I was trying to do that. Uh, I know. Video. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. <laughs> um, but it doesn't say in this article if it's actually part of the free or or if you have to have their their unit. Do you have to have there this cloud thing? The cloud uh, store is designed for professional installment installations, so it's priced. At, oh, okay. So it is. So it is part of the premium. Yeah, but do you have that's the cloud store. Yeah. Oh, just the cloud store, it, which is a like a just a hard a big hard drive. Oh, oh, yeah, mine. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Twenty eighty and three twenty of yeah, storage, yeah, yeah. which yeah. is expensive because they're like ten thousand. Yeah. Ten thousand for twenty, thirty thousand for eighty. Or, yeah, and then uh, RAID, RAID 5 320 for something, for more. Then they have a mini price at three grand for a 10 yeah. terabyte, which is still. Mm. And then there's a cloud pod they came out with, which is just a. Yeah, that's just this little tiny thing. Oh, no, that's no, that's a, This is the uh, the Hyperdeck shuttle. Oh, that's that little thing. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a shuttle. They're cool, though. Yeah. I don't know. Those are the boys. I'd want Shell is at four ninety five. Yeah, it's a little too expensive for me. Yeah, I'm like those things would be cool to have, like to be able to fast forward and do the video and stuff just by pushing yeah. some buttons versus using your mouse and stuff like that just to get things done quicker. Yeah, and the thing is, what I found actually with a lot of those devices, the Black Magic ones work really well, but the all the third party ones don't. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. There's something in the encoding that they actually are not leaving, like that third parties can't get a hold of, that's causing a little bit of lag and stuff. Hmm. So, yeah, that's the thing. So I mean, this yeah, this is really cool. I think. And that's what we use to do our editing. So. Yes, we do all. I do all our editing. I <laughs> went to it and never looked back, uh, because it's, for one, it's free. <laughs> I don't need to be paying for Premiere. It's literally, what professionals use now. Yeah, the studios exactly. are adopting it. Yeah. Um, pretty much Resolve and Adobe, Adobe Premiere, and was it the other uh, DaVinci? Uh, the other one. There's a third one that a lot of studios use. Uh, Logic? No. I mean, not Logic. Uh, Final Cut? No. No. A lot of them use that too. That's the Apple. That's the Apple, but that's like I don't know. Not a lot of like budget studios. What the hell's the other one? No it's budget not. studios. There's another one, not budget studio, but like there's another big, big one that a lot of TV shows have ever done. I can't think of it. Um, shit, I can't think I of it. Know. I don't know. Um, but either way, all right. So Delta confirms that Starlink tests, exploratory Star Titan tests, are going on. So. Uh, Delta CEO Ed Bastine, Bastine, or no? Cyberlink. Cyberlink. Dude, you gotta learn to pronounce names, man. Said the airline <laughs> has tested out SpaceX Starlink technology, according to a report by the Wall Street Journal. Uh, the report calls for test exploratory and says that there weren't any future details, but it does seem like one of the major U.S. airlines is at least interested in Elon Musk's satellite internet service. Um, 
and obviously this came out obviously they try they want to adopt the starlink service to obviously cars planes trains uh a lot of transportation in general uh to be the internet service kind of of the travel industry uh which is kind of cool that's a big big ticket for them if they i guess get you'd get the best internet connection you get a good connection from sure. from an airplane and the satellites i guess yeah if you were yeah lined up <laughs> uh uh, given that many flights can offer to 100 and 200 or more passengers, uh, that requires some serious bandwidth. Yes, it would. <laughs> uh, and Starlink would be able to provide that with multiple satellites uh, pretty easily. Should be anyway. Um, uh, current Delta flights are are handled with Wi-Fi is handled by Vesat. Vesat. Yes, Sat. Yes, Sat. Another satellite internet company that also provides some service for United I mean, oh, and that? American. Uh, and the company's website promises streaming capabilities streamed up 250 routes. 250, yeah, yeah, we know that. Um, so obviously, the internet's not great, but it's something. So this would obviously be an upgrade, but would it cause ticket prices to go up? Probably, most likely. <laughs> um, but you'd have full internet, and granted, in our fully connected world nowadays, that'd be it's kind of a must. Uh, especially people on long flights usually do work while they're on their flight. Uh, mostly a lot of businessmen, uh, even developers, stuff like that, especially they're collaborating with what we were just talking about on projects. Um, yeah, they need the internet while they're flying. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I would say this is a given where things need to go. Um, and if, hey, if, if uh, yeah, if Starlink gets the uh, contract for it, I'm sure Delta will not be the first if this works out. A lot of the other ones will jump right on board. That'll be a given, and it will. Yeah, be. but isn't he a racist now? Supposedly, God, <laughs> he's not. Anyway, oh, I know he's not. I'm making fun of the fact that the entire fucking world of the media has shifted to calling him a racist to try and shut him down. Oh, yeah. Like embarrassing people. Anyway, you're not fucking fooling anyone. So anyway, I gotta go eat. All right. Netflix is making Exploding Kittens a mobile game TV series. I can understand the mobile game. That would be that hard to adopt it to a mobile game. Um, but a TV series? Yeah, it's going to be bad. Uh, the streaming service is introducing exclusive versions of Exploding Kittens mobile game. Yeah, yeah we know that. Uh, well, as an animated TV series, the adult-oriented show will be executively produced by card game creator Ellen Lee and Matthew. The oatmeal... In man, whoever the fuck that is, <laughs> I don't know. As well as uh, veterans like Mike Judge, uh, and Will Starwell uh, personalities, including uh, Lucy uh, Lou, uh, Kill Bill, obviously, and Tom Ellis from Lucifer. What the fuck? The series revolves around a holy war that sees God and the devil uh, visits Earth. <laughs> the form of beefy house cats. What? It, it won't stream on Netflix until 2023, <laughs> but the upgraded game is due out in May. What? Did people have a fever dream after they smoked a big old doobie? <laughs> Holy shit. God and the devil visit Earth as cats. Fat cats. Beefy cats. What the fuck? Yep. This is why you don't write TV series when you're stoned. 
gonna be great. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure when you're stoned, it sounds great. <laughs> then you, that high comes down, and you go, wow, that's bullshit. <laughs> what was I thinking? What did I just watch? Yeah. <laughs> Holy hell. Wow. That's, that's, that, yeah, that's bad. That's really bad. Bad. Anyway. Matthew Inman. I don't know who the fuck that is. Oatmeal? Oatmeal? The oatmeal? Who is the oatmeal? I have no idea. It's about a touch. The, the oatmeal. Who the fuck is the oatmeal? He does comics and games. Oh, okay. The oatmeal. Hand-to-hand wombat. I've seen that. Hand-to-hand wombat. It's a card game. So he's the animator. Must be, yeah. Yeah, he's the animator. Okay. Jesus. The oatmeal. My dog, the paradox. Having a baby versus having a cat. It's not better to have a cat. (laughs) There's a whole story. It's funny. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's going to be, I don't know. It It might be funny to watch every once in a while. But it's not. It's, it's a very good reason to punch a dolphin in the mouth and other useful guides. <laughs> okay. We'll be right on that. Punching dolphins in mouths. So I think, uh, what is it? The oatmeal is like his, what do they call it? Pseudonym or whatever? Yeah, pseudonym. Yeah. yeah. Of, of his animator name, I should say. Yeah. Why my cat is more impressive than your baby. Exactly. I agree with him. <laughs> it's like the cat's attacking the baby. Yeah. Oh, my God. I agree. You're fully hardy with him. So I already like this guy. <laughs> if my dogs were a pair of middle-aged men. <laughs> oh. oh, man. 404. Not found. Not found. Oh, man. Yeah, he seems like he could be pretty funny. So they probably seem, he seems like a pick center pretty decent. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not saying that. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, that's nope. funny. Grim's not here to hear it. <laughs> oh. Okay. That aside, we have okay. Streets of Rage, probably one of my easily most favorite games of all time. Uh, the first one, the second one, the third one's okay. Uh, and the new one is fucking awesome. I've played that game so many times. Uh, Streets of yeah. So Streets of Rage is getting a movie adaptation, possibly. Um, the franchise reportedly coming to the silver screen, sources told Deadline, Dateline, uh, Deadline, yeah, Deadline, that John Wick creator Derek Colston wrote a script adaptation, what do you call it, on spec, also to evolve our Sonic franchise's producers, uh, DG2, DG, whatever, and entertainment and escape artists. Uh, while no deal has been signed yet, it's likely to be soon in motion. Yeah, that's cool. Um, so, yeah, that's that'd be awesome. And like I said, like I'm sure like this guy right here, he probably grew up playing this game, the guy, the maker of John Wick. Um, he probably grew up in this game and he would love to see a movie adaptation because it would make a great movie. Especially like you know I mean a good old like you know I mean just some vigilante guys going after some bad guys that are mob lords or whatever. Just a good old like beat 'em up like like a John Wick kind of. But. There better be a scene. Is, now, is this going to be a cartoon or a, uh, live action? I'm guessing live action. Oh, it should be live action. It better be live so action. So there better be a scene where they're just walking down the street fighting people. 
angry. <laughs> well, no, but that's not what I'm worried about. What? We need to see cops with bazookas. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to see them, like, drop a knife on the ground and pick it up. Oh. <laughs> we need to see, like, the character Axel uh, whistle out, and then you see a cop pull up, like, a half mile away and shoot a giant bazooka at everybody. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> oh, Like, that's... Oh, man. They will not do that. I am sure they will not do that. Unless it's a comedy. <laughs> because as fun as that was in the game, and neat as it was, yeah, it just wouldn't make for a great serious movie. And Streets of Rage actually could be a fairly serious movie about a crime syndicate taking over a city. Um, and I would say the, 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 the one movie I think about, like, right away... Like, right away, when I think of this kind of storyline, is the first Ninja Turtle movie. Okay. Like, like that movie was well done. The second and third one, they're fucking crap. The second <laughs> one wasn't bad. The third one was terrible. Oh, God, the third one was terrible. <laughs> oh, that was just hot shit. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. The, the second one was just steaming shit. <laughs> <laughs> but the first one was a serious film. Uh, it had... A uh, little bit of comedy in it, but it had a lot of like a very somber notes in it. Some very serious dialogue. Uh, how vicious and ruthless the actual the foot were. Like they can actually do this. You can take a film. Well, the original. Uh, well, it was based off the original comic of Ninja Shells too, which mm -hmm. was a very dark comic. Uh, also, so yeah, they could. I would love to see a really really dark Streets of Rage um, movie. Uh, with some vigilante cops that can't even be cops because their own force is working with the criminals. It'd be really, really cool. And, um, like, I don't want to see it. Like, John Wick is cool, but I don't want that much action. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, that's a little over the top for me, but that's just me. Um, But I would like to see a serious, like, group coming together to see the characters of Axel and stuff come to life. Um. And, and, and I would say, and Adam too. Adam's like a big part because Adam eventually becomes like one of the head detectives and stuff. Um, be really, really cool to see this game come to life like that. He better uh, be in a tank top and jeans with a thing on his head. Oh yeah, he definitely would be. Uh, <laughs> and I would love for them to lead up to like, granted, just like I said, Streets of Rage three wasn't. I didn't like that that much. But it wasn't the game. The game actually had a really deep storyline. It was really well done. It's just that the gameplay just seemed kind of off compared to the other two. And it needs to be based in, like, the late 80s, 90s. Yeah, that would be really cool if they based it. Because the one thing, okay, so the one thing that I guarantee you ask any Streets of Rage fan, what is the most iconic thing about it? Do you know what they'll say? What? The yeah. soundtrack. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The soundtrack is so iconic in that game, and it is very 80s. It is very 80s, like synth. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that would have to be a big part of the movie. Um, and I think now would be a better time than ever because a lot of those trends are coming back. So right now would be a perfect time to release this movie, have this movie come out. It would be a hit. That's why Stranger Things does so well because, yeah, because it's based in the 80s. The throwback, yeah. In the season three, they had Back to the Future in it. Yeah. And, and they were talking about that. So, yeah. Yeah, it would be a perfect throwback. It would be great. Um, I would, it would, I would, yeah, it would fucking do fucking crazy amount of money. 
Um, especially if they did it well and didn't do it terrible, didn't do it goofy, and didn't destroy the storyline, kept the core storyline yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, going. Because it does. It has a fairly serious storyline. I mean, the game, you turn the game on, it has a very, like, it has a, a very slow, the volume builds up very slowly to the music as you hear the story, what happened in the storyline and yet yeah, whatnot. Uh, there's a lot of dark scenes, a lot of dark things happen in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, aside from cops blowing people up with bazookas. <laughs> Uh, which they need to keep out. But I would really like for them to like lead up to, like, you I mean, if they did more than one movie, because I really enjoy the storyline in Streets of Rage 4, because like one of the characters is the kid of Adam, who was one of the main characters in the first game and stuff. Um, yeah, and then like, and obviously in 4, you realize that they, there's a big part of the like police and the military that are part of the syndicate, which is crazy. So. Um, I would love for them to. That yeah, would be just great. I would actually prefer a TV series, though. Technically, I think they could do more. As long as it's not. So I've been watching uh, Moon Knight. Oh, that's the. It's new... not bad. I I have no idea. I don't know anything about Moon Knight, so I'm kind of lost. But yeah, the problem what... with the Disney shows, like the 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 Marvel ones and the Star Wars ones, they're they're like thirty five minutes long. <laughs> Well, they're different. They're long. different lengths. Well, yeah, but they're relatively short compared to all the like Netflix and stuff like that. So it's like, yeah. oh my god, the show's over already. Jesus, mm. <laughs> like the the the, the episodes going to way too quick. They should be like an hour long. Yeah. Well, the thing is, okay, I get what you're saying, but I kind of agree how that storytelling is done. And the first show I saw that being done, I think other shows have done it before that, but was the show called The OA. Hmm. Uh, where every episode was a different length. Like, some were 30, some were 40, some were 50, some were, like, 20. Uh, really? Uh, there was, like, one episode that was, like, 20 minutes. Jeez. Um, and re- what what did remi- they do for well, the rest of the time? Well, no, but what it reminded me of yeah. is that it reminded me of when you're reading a book. Some chapters are short, some chapters are long, some chapters are medium. Mm-hmm. Um, you tell that part of the story as long as it takes, whether that's 20 minutes or an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it's a really good way to keep pace of your storyline. Yeah, and have a, a half hour commercials when it's not on the studio. Oh, you don't need a <laughs> you don't need a half hour commercial. Well, oh I know, God. but wasn't the OA on TV? No, that was on Netflix. It, oh, it was okay. Netflix original. Oh, okay. So, and it got I don't know how that got show got canceled. Oh my God! But well, I do. Oh, wait, oh, that's what I have to talk about. Holy crap! We have ten minutes. I completely forgot. Archive eighty one. Oh, yeah. I've seen one episode. Holy shit. <laughs> that is a good fucking TV series. I have no idea how it got canceled. It is fucking amazing. It is based off a podcast that is fairly different. I've listened to the podcast now. Well, not all of it. Uh, the podcast has three seasons. So it, is it is just a, it's more like an audiobook podcast? No, it's a radio drama. Well, that's what I mean. They, it's not like a podcast where they're talking about it. They're actually telling the story. Yeah, they're but there's a difference. Like, there's the an audio book and then there's a radio drama. Whatever. <laughs> There's a difference. It's it's what Doctor Who does. One's narrating a book. One's actually reading a script. Yeah. Um, anyway. Like what Doctor Who does. Yeah. So. No, and it's it's really cool. Like, 
and the fact that the podcast is done. So is of uh, is the technically the podcast is supposed to be his best friends doing this podcast because he went his friend Dan went missing and he makes the podcast out like it's fo- uh, found footage. Like he doesn't advertise on the podcast. At the end of the every episode, he just goes, "Oh, if you know anything about uh, where Dan went, if you have an idea where Dan went, uh, just go to archive81.com. You can help us out. Go to our Patreon. Uh, you can help donate to help find Dan. It's really cool. Like he doesn't do like, oh, this podcast is sponsored by." He integrates it. It's so cool. Like he did it. They did a great job with this podcast. And what's really, really cool. Apparently it was canceled. It was canceled. That sucks. I know because it leaves off at a cliffhanger for the Uh. first season. I granted, I know what happens now because I've listened to the podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, But it is really cool of a storyline because it involves all like some of my favorite things. It involves sci-fi. It involves aliens. Well, maybe aliens. (laughs) It involves Found footage, which I fucking love found footage. And it involves horror. Holy crap. Like, all these things, like, I fucking love. And it's all in one show. And it works well. Um, It's just absolutely great. It's interesting about the show. So, when you cast for a show, how do you usually cast? You try to find the best people for that particular... look, the character. Yeah. Steve, with this podcast, there's not a whole lot of descriptions of people. Oh, okay. They casted by voice. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Yeah, because I'm listening to the podcast and I'm like, wait, this character sounds like that character. Okay, it's just a coincidence. Wait, that character sounds like that character. Wait, it's just a coincidence. I've listened to like most of it, like, and I've, all the characters that are in the TV show I've, I've heard on the podcast now, they all sound exactly like their counterpart actors. Wow. <laughs> and, it's not, and it's not the same person either. That must have been difficult. Yeah, it must have been difficult. That and it's not the same person. So I was like, "What the hell? That's so weird." We need to cast these guys by the way their nose looks. Okay? <laughs> they have to have but the it, nose of Francesca. But okay? I understand though, because you <laughs> would people that already listen to the podcast or people that just watch TV show, it's a lot more immersive for them because wow, I know that voice. You don't even need to hear who that character is; you just know who they are by their voice. Mm. There's no need for any other introductions. Like, oh, hey, that's Dan, kind of thing. Um, Hey, that's Mr. Davenport. Like, that's those characters. Like, you know who those characters are. Um, but it's really cool. Obviously, it involves, like, nature of reality, multiple dimensions, like, weird mold that is a possible link to other dimensions, <laughs> a possible demigod, demon god that's possibly an alien that could be from another dimension that came here from a comet. And holy crap. <laughs> There's a lot of shit. Uh and yeah, I would. Oh my god, it's it's a great TV show. Anybody wants to check out a great sci-fi? I have no idea why it's canceled. I have to really look into it more. Of like, really, what <laughs> what happened to that TV show? Yeah. Um, and I don't know if it's because because the the podcast goes a very different direction from where the TV show ends on the first season. And I don't know if that they just done like the writers, original writers, didn't have a direction to where t- the TV show could go compared to the podcast because it goes in different directions. Um, characters are, are very different. Uh, there's just a lot of different changes they did. Not drastic, but there are different changes. So I don't know. There could be creative differences, uh, creative decisions. One guy didn't agree with the other guy. Maybe the original podcast writer didn't agree with where they were going. And uh, who knows? There could be a number of things. But as far as I know, it's one of the highest rated shows on Netflix and it got canceled. Hmm. Yeah, that's strange. Yeah, it's really, really strange. So, yeah, I just don't, I don't get it. But, yeah, TV is where it is, but 
who knows about Netflix? I mean, and who knows what this is going to come out on? This is going to come out in obviously the movies. Um, and eventually I will make it to the United Theater. What's the United Theater? <laughs> That's the theater in town. Uh, I still haven't made it there because every time I'm planning to go there, like I was going to go see the Batman there and I never did. I was going to. I don't know what happened. Anyway. Um, I, but I heard the Apple Theater is pretty good too. Yes, the new one yeah. in work. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where the old uh, showcase was. Yeah. Yeah. That's supposed to be fucking amazing with a laser screen. I don't know what that is. I, I don't know I, what the I, laser screen is. No idea. Um, but everybody says United Screen and their sound is absolutely amazing. And really? that's understandable because it's all new equipment. It is. I thought it was like a isn't it like an old theater? Re- yeah, they re- they re- they've been refurbishing that for like the last like what ten years. Oh, have they? Yeah, it's I been know, like ten to I twenty know years. Johnny, like that. Johnny dressed up like Spider Man to go for them because he like knows the owner or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Tim, you know Tim. He has a whole bunch of golden tickets. What's a golden ticket? I'm getting them for free. So he must know the owner or something. Uh, his roommates. Uh, uh, one of the people that main people that work there. Oh. <laughs> I like that idea, though, golden tickets. Yeah, she works there, so, yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. Uh, yeah, I've been wanting to go there, but every time, like, I... But now, like, they're not playing anything of substance. They're playing, <laughs> like, The Secrets of Dumbledore, which is cool. I want to kind of see that. That's kind of cool. And then there's two other movies. I don't even remember what they are. They're just, like, I don't even know. They're, like, kids' movies or something. I don't know. It was, yeah, it's what it was. And I was like, eh. But I really need to go to that theater, though. It's, it's I don't know. In fact, it's right in town, and it's an old. It's like cool because it's like old and new coming together. Um, how many movies do they play? They only have three theaters. Sonic, the Lost City. Oh yeah, they're playing Sonic. That's right. The Lost City. The Lost City's not. The Lost City's not playing there anymore. I don't even know what the Lost City is. That's that movie with uh, Sandra Bullock. Oh, okay. Yep. yep. It's I even know okay, it's so. This is what. So I don't know. What, I don't know how many movies you watched in the eighties, but it it looked like to me of a movie in the eighties called Romancing the Stone. Yeah. No, I know what that is. Michael yeah, Douglas or something like that. Yeah, yeah, and it's just yeah. I was like, this is just Romancing the Stone remade. The original was fine. Mm-hmm. Just leave it alone. <laughs> so, that's what I thought. The uh, that Disney ship movie was gonna be like oh with yeah the rocket it but it was actually pretty good yeah but yeah they only have three theaters um and they do like special events like with the uh they do actually some plays and stuff too which is kind of cool um so and it's a theater you can actually get drinks at and food uh which is really cool i think they, they have play re- old movies too yeah they do what the hell's cow um it's a movie about the horrors of the beef industry oh my god okay <laughs> anyway yeah it's an indie film I see. they do some indie films which is cool um but yeah and i think they have real butter unlike <laughs> other theaters like the only theater i know I'm just, i want to go to the theater because they got real butter hey that's why one of the reasons i go to mystic really? they have real fucking butter <laughs> fucking christ and i can get a beer uh, <laughs> and everything else there's a freaking they have trays Oh yeah, yeah. You can get like anything there. It's great. Yeah. Um, I only been there once. To Mystic. Yeah. Oh. I saw Ghostbusters. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The only thing is, Mystic's their screen is very dark. How many screens do they have? I think they have six. I think they have six. I didn't notice that they were dark. 
when I was the one I was in. Mm. Well, like if you go to like I love Mystic. That's like the preferred theater I like going to. Mm. But if even if you go to like uh, Stonington Ten, uh, you can see how much brighter the screen is, especially if you watch the same movie. And mm. I did that. We did that a few times with Movie Pass. We'd go see like the same movie a couple times. Uh, like I saw um, the Rise of Skywalker. What do you call it? In both those theaters. And yeah. Uh, I, didn't you say that one movie was not playing in the correct resolution? Oh, no. <laughs> so, no, that was not. That was uh, Annihilation. No, no, no. This was recent. Oh. There was something that wasn't playing, that didn't play right. Maybe Tim said that. Oh, it might have been Tim. It didn't play right at that theater because they had the wrong resolution. Oh. It was, it, was, it was recent, too. I don't remember what it was. Though. Huh. Yeah. But yeah. then they saw it in another theater. It was better. Yeah. No, my only experience was Annihilation because I saw it in Stonington 10 and then I saw it at the Warwick Showcase Cinema, uh, the other one in Quaker Ave, not the Apple one. Mm-hmm. Um, and I realized how bad that theater is. And I was like, holy crap. <laughs> like the picture was shit. The sound was shit. Chairs were shit. Everything was shit. <laughs> Smelled like shit. <laughs> Smelled like shit. <laughs> but yeah, it's just terrible. So I was like, I, and then after I never went back to that theater again. Didn't didn't the theater, Stonington Theater have an update? Yeah, they did a small update. Nothing big. Does it still smell like piss in there? I don't know. I didn't smell like piss to me before, so I don't know. Oh, we always smell like piss. Anyway, this has been Talking Gaming and Tech <laughs> with Tech Prime Media. Uh, remember, follow us on any podcast service you listen to, whether it's iTunes, Google, uh, Podcast Attic, and the thousand of other podcast apps that are out there, Spotify being one of the main ones a lot of people use for podcasts. Remember to rate us. Share us out on whatever you share us out. I know it's a lot of people share things. Share what they're listening to on Spotify on Instagram a lot. I don't know why that's a thing, but it's a thing. <laughs> you can do that. <laughs> so it's hard. I don't even know how because like you can't even get links on Instagram. No, you, oh, I'll show you. Anyway, <laughs> thank you for listening to us. We will be back next week. Remember, check out youtube.com slash tech pride media, find social media, and we'll be back. Should be back next Wednesday at 6 o'clock live twitch.tv slash techprimemedia but until next week for the latest and greatest in gaming and tech news of the week Tech Prime Media everyone and we will see you next time yeah.